back to Black Girl on Filter. I'm Meech. It's Q. Marcel. And this is Shawnee. Girl. What do <laughs> well, it's weird when you're the last one because you don't really know what to do afterwards. Where's the life? All right. So, <laughs> part two of self-care. This week we are talking about your emotional and mental. How do you get next to me? We <laughs> are back now. No, last week. Oh, how do we change the seat? Oh, no, I'm back now. You don't want me to next like, to you? Can I lean on you? Lean on me. All right. Uh, I'm about to break it down, too. No, we don't got time for that. Oh, okay. What is? I mean, I got time, but you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I got kids. <laughs> All right. What are we going to start off with? Let, well, let's grade our mental and emotional to start since we graded our physical. So why are you looking at me? I got to go first. I know. I just have to. You right next to me. I don't know. I, mean, uh, I can I go first. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's Y'all not a good know. seat for you. I was so happy to leave work today. I damn near ran to my car like, my Joe. You got your nails done today? No, these oh. things been done. Oh, your hands. I want to say I got them done. Right. What you put on your hands? Dang. Yo, her hands soft as hell. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure my man did. <laughs> Before we leave, I need you to tell me where you got your nails done. I'm gonna have to go out there. Yeah, we're not plugging on. But um, they it's a black owned business though. You want to sponsor oh, us? Oh, like next week. <laughs> no, she might not want her. She trying to, you know, uh, we wait. We wait till another segment. Maybe like some. Uh, we wait till she's on the nails. Yeah. She don't want no business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she do want business. It's just, you know, she's going to take certain clients. So I'm going to plug y'all. And then she you know she's going to get right there. Maybe we plug the rest of these folks or whatever. We look exclusive. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I got to get my just right first. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you want to? So, my mental health for this week, or in so general, far? overall, sure. You can do whatever. Mental and emotional. The air kicking in. I'm going to say, I'm going to see minus. I'm going to see minus. It's up and it's down. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. But baby, when it's down, I'm laid out. <laughs> so, I'll say a C minus. I'm like, you know, kind of average on some days. It all depends on the day and what's going on, but for the most part, I'll just say I'm in the middle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you, my friend? I don't know. I know it's different than my physical because I do a lot more for my mental. Um, maybe it's average because I, I, I literally do things like despite all the craziness that I be going through. That's the one thing that I actively try to take care of or at least attempt to feed myself in so uh maybe it's solid c i'm feeling good c plus room for improvement for sure but at least i know that that's the one area of my life that i try to i'm trying to get better at now granted maybe a month ago was still an f but i know i've been working really hard to make sure that i'm not in like a deep dark space so from my F to a C, that's good, girl. Yeah. You was moving. Look, I saw oh, what she did I that needed to do. do. <laughs> and I was like, 
like, okay, bitch, you got to buy this. You got to listen to this. You got to actively, you know, remove yourself from this situation and not let certain things really, I don't know. Just like today when I took my mental health day from work. Very I'm important. learning to detach myself from things that are not making me feel good and so if I would have went to work today this would be all another great but yeah I didn't go to work today so I'm give it a solid C yeah good mm -hmm. you wanna go? oh yeah I'll go <coughs> uh, I say mine about a B plus cause I give no fucks what nobody <laughs> else has to say <laughs> Yeah, no, I um I think since I don't have three jobs and only have two jobs right now, I don't have that extra stress of the third one because when I gave up on them, I gave up on them. I gave no more fucks. <laughs> she said so it feel good. They're like, what are you doing this Friday night? Absolutely nothing. I'm gonna go home, pop me some popcorn, and I'm gonna watch me some TV, watch me a little horror movie. Mm -mm. That's nope. gonna make you feel good, girl. Horror movies be funny as hell. I don't look. I don't watch it for so horror. Funny. I watch it. <laughs> okay, so y'all should have seen like trigger for me. Like y'all should have came to see Mama with us when we went to the theater. See, they about damn near kicked us out because we was like, oh, wait, Octavia Spencer. Yeah, no. Wait, Mama's Octavia Spencer. No, 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 no. Ma. That's Ma. Okay, well, that was, was good mama. too. Mama's where yeah, um, all I see is her coming from around that tree day, right? <laughs> Um, Mama was with two little girls. Um, they were off in the woods, and their mom died. Their mom, their parents died. Probably. It's a white movie. Oh, uh, never mind. Yeah, their parents died. <laughs> no okay. wonder. You and then they were raised by a ghost. <laughs> and then the ghost followed them back when they. Uh, I'm not watching a horror movie with white people. Black people, I will. I don't even like it a little bit, like, you know. I ain't gonna lie. I don't like white people like that. But sometimes they horror movies be alright. It's the Koreans. Yeah. Oh yeah, they make the best. They make the best. Definitely like, y'all seen I with Jessica Alba? Like, Definitely that shit was a remake oh, from uh, an um, Asian horror movie. Something was going on. What was She it? had uh, somebody die and they gave her her eyes. Like, yeah, they donated yeah, her yeah. eyes to her. I never watched that all the way through, so I don't know. But I like Jessica Alba, though. I really fucks with her. So I did too. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the movie was actually the same before from Dark so. Angel. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Now I'd rather watch her in a wrong color. I don't need to see no Like, honey. No, no. I honey. hate it, honey. That's honey's trash. Stupid. I yeah, mean, baby. I did like David Knox in there, so I definitely now, honey, honey. Two and three. I can't speak on three. Two was like you should have just left it at one, cause one was like just that one. You know, like okay, let's end it so I can tolerate that, but don't only cause Missy Elliott and you know like everybody. But the second one, it was like. That's what I thought Jessica Alba might be a little black. I say I know. I, I mean, like black. I'm that person that be like always searching people ethnicity. Yeah. So like Jessica Biel, like I'm like you got a little tint to you too. What's in y'all? Like you know, like <laughs> a little tint. I like I Jessica Biel. Uh, I really like her. What's Ever her since name? Seven Seven. That's been my girl. What's her name? I didn't know she was black. Uh, the one who played on not the Office. Yeah, she was on the Office. She's on the Rashida, Office. Rashida Jones. Rashida, yeah, Quincy Jones. Though? That's her. No, yeah. I didn't know she was black. <laughs> It's white people out here with the last name Jones. <laughs> yeah, Quincy Jones. <laughs> I didn't know she was black until she was in Black oh, Air. Oh, oh, yeah, and on Blackish black yeah, too. Black yeah. yeah, but she on Blackish as um, she the older, what's the sister? little girl? Uh, what's, what's the little girl name? What's uh, Rainbow Little Sister? This little bougie ass little yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. I see her, her in that, the yeah. adult version. Uh, she funny as hell. How is she that, but then she's also Kenya Barrett's wife in on Black as Fuck? That's stupid. I hate it's him. both Kenya's. I don't, <laughs> but I think that's just dumb. Yeah. I hate when they use the same characters for different roles. Yeah. It's confusing. But they never watched that episode. Yeah, they're they're not like like a they don't exist in the same it realm. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same creator. I don't know. Okay. 
they're both this is the stupidest shit about black as fuck and blackish they're both loosely based off of his life but he rather he wants to throw some cuss words in it so he did black af which i'm like nigga you could have just started out that i don't know so i like that show because he kept calling his kids dickheads and i'm like i feel like, I they, like it. they were like they were <laughs> they were forcing it for a lot. i'm stuck watching probably like episode three so i really do need to go back in it was funny though I watched it and I was just like, you know what, kids are terrible. I'm starting to like corny shows though, like uh, Dad, you're embarrassing me. That shit funny as hell. I, I did that. watch what that. What show was that? With David Allen Green, Jamie Foxx. Uh, Jamie Foxx. I had to watch that. Yeah, that one had me. I like that one. But that was a B plus for me. Meech. Uh, I would say also a B plus. I don't want to give myself an A because you yeah, know I'm I'm always look at you better. better. <laughs> but I really do feel like I'm. You can still have an A and still have room for improvement. Sure. A doesn't mean perfect. It to me does. I so <laughs> yeah, close enough. Okay, type A personality too. Yeah, I'm very black and white. So yeah, I say B plus because this time last year it was not it was B plus. It was probably low C, maybe D, depending. Like so, being that I feel like I'm just in a new space and I'm really happy emotionally and mentally, well, every which way really. But because mm-hmm. I work on that emotional mental side, I feel like I am able to be so happy, so content, and just in a good space. So yeah. really happy about that. So I'm gonna say a B plus because I could always still do better. I still got things I could possibly work on, but overall I feel really good. Isn't it amazing when you like really feel yourself coming out of it though? Mm-hmm. Like when you feel your grade going up like I know this is true when I be at my weekend job and I'd be like oh my god why are y'all so stressed and I've had that same <laughs> job stress me the hell out for like years and it's like I'm so beyond letting this stress me out because at the end of the day it's just like why like you know yeah. like yeah. I'm only here for a few hours I gotta be strong for my team and it's already <laughs> enough people running around looking like some crazy ass motherfuckers so. Yeah, that's not how I feel too. I had a friend who was kind of going through a rough time, and I was sort of like, "These are the things that I did that might be helpful for you if you try yeah. them." And I was just like, "I tell you this because it's like I know what it's like to not feel good and to not be right, and now that I am, like I'm happy to be like I went through that and I feel better and saying I'm happy because I went through it." So just like for anybody who doesn't feel like they could grade themselves at a high level, like it do get better if you put in the work and you like are comfortable being like i don't want to be here anymore because if you just want to stay in it yeah you just want to stay in it then i don't know what to do like i i don't like staying in in boxes and spaces for too long so if you want people who are like fighting to get out of it it does get better it does feel great on the other side yes and it's not like gonna happen overnight yeah and it's something you gotta work at it Mm -hmm. and you like you might be like fucked up for days and then have that one day and that one day you're going to remember that one day when it's a whole bunch of bad days because you're like, dang, I want to get back to yeah. that day. Yeah. And yeah. you're going to work hard to get back to that day. Yeah. And then it's going to be two days and then three days. And then more you know it, it's going to be more as frequent. And then you're going to be like, bad days? What's that? Yeah. yeah. It's so, funny that you like even <clears throat> mentioned like the fight part because <laughs> even before coming in here today, like, I, and I was going to ask y'all later, like, what are some things that you do like to take care, like actively take care of your like mental uh, self-care? But... I listen to podcasts. That's, you know, that's my main thing. I listen to podcasts. I watch, like, you know, just, like, self-help self self videos. But I was just listening, re-listening, because I listen to this episode a lot from Black Girl Podcast. And they, it was the fight episode. And it's, like, I relate so much to, so, like, everything that they're talking about in that episode. And, like, Gia, who I think is, like, 
I don't say the most successful out of that group, but like she's my favorite. And like she's talking about like she's just like in the fight of her life and like everyone was looking at her like what? Like why? Because she didn't feel like she wasn't where everyone else like looked at her to be like you know like everyone's like oh my gosh like they hold her on this like pedestal but like what her goals were weren't aligning you know necessarily and so like you can literally be like struggling like internally on the inside and everyone else is like I'm looking up to you like you know mm -hmm. but it's really like to me I listen to that episode when I feel like that because I felt like that was something that was so relatable to me where it's just like everyone's like well you got this going for you you got this in the works blah 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 and it's like on the surface I guess it looks good on paper but like y'all don't know what it's taking <laughs> to even maintain everything and then it's the things that are behind the scene where you're feeling like you're not where you expected to be like especially me at like 31 or like I want to do certain things and I just don't think highly enough of myself that I'm going to get it done successfully and everyone else thinks I will kind of deal so yeah but um I guess I'll go with the whole like what are y'all doing to actively you know work on your self-care and make sure that you're either maintaining or improving in that area right now <laughs> I'm going through withdrawals <laughs> I miss my Facebook. Oh yeah. Oh, we definitely got talking about yeah. I was like, do Facebook miss me? <laughs> I be wanting to laugh, so you know me. I always find something that just be. That's always hard when I be activated. What be rational? Like, and I'm like, oh, that'd be a funny little. Oh, okay, let me write that down. I'll be like, yeah. I'm never gonna write this shit anyways. I'm just gonna forget about it and keep on going. But like, Facebook, Facebook is just that. It'd be like. It's, it's comedy to me. Like, mm -hmm. you literally can get, like, some random-ass post that somebody made. And it's funny. It's funny. And then you can put your own little spin on it with your little caption. Yeah. And people really take it funny. I mean, take you it do serious. a lot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook been a little quiet these last few days. Without you. I'll be back soon. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> I haven't been putting a lot of laughing emojis into people's stuff. <laughs> I will be back. But I was like, dang, my friend was like, so when you do this? I was like, bro, I know, right? And she was like... Yeah, my I'll never see no notifications. I was like, dude, it's only like sometimes I'll go for like a month, sometimes I'll go for like a week. Yeah. I don't know. It depends. One day I might be super bored, be like, what's this password? Because I need to log back in. Because I feel <laughs> like it's so funny. But I was like, maybe I'll just wait till something like crazy happens. Like you know how they was talking about uh, like. Uh, what happened? Like the cap when they took the capital? What was that in January? Or was yeah, that yeah. in February? Yeah. And then like in December, uh, like every uh, month what's her something? name? Um. Super glue. Uh, glue oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, maybe, you know, uh, May. You don't remember her name. Her name too close. Never mind. Let me shut up. I'm sorry. Gorilla Glue Girl. That's going to be. She a whole woman. That lady got both. Oh, five kids. kids. Pregnant with her six yeah, right now. She look good. Her, she got body out for. Yeah, she got a CBL and everything. She like, look good. She got a lot of free stuff out of this. Wait, after could she glue her hair? I Listen, mean, what do I need to do? I bet she had body before that, but she gave a lot of that away. Um, the charity and she didn't have some because I would have kept all that shit and you just would have been mad at me. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> right? How y'all gonna do treat me like? Okay, I did some dumb shit. These people feel sorry for me. Yeah. Oh, well, you mad because you didn't do it first? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then I do follow up and try to do it with that cup. He ain't get shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like why? Mm. But that was just dumb. Why would you put the cup around your mouth? 
Because he's stupid. Why would you do any of this? Like, ugh, just all well, the Well, she said she knew what she was doing. She did. And that's why and I never understand everybody like, get mad when I was like, well. Oh, you confused the two. How did she didn't confuse I don't her. have she to feel did. sorry for her. Yes, if y'all do, that's good. That is some, <laughs> that's great of you. However, she said she knew it. Yeah, she said she just and she thought, just thought Oh, well, I'm just going to wash it all later. But she knew what it was. It's <laughs> yeah. not like she thought it was like, what's the uh, stuff people use for their wigs? Got to, be got to be glued. Yeah, I'm like, no, she knew. <laughs> like, but I don't yeah. feel I don't feel bad for nobody in situations like that. But I went on 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 online like this bitch done. I mean, like I thought. I don't it. think she was. I <laughs> she was going out of her way to be like feel sorry for me. Yeah. Like she genuinely was asking for help because yeah. she had ran out of ideas and it just so happened to be a yeah. popular. It kind of went viral. And that's what I said. I don't think it was a moment to feel sorry for somebody. I mean. She asked for help. I feel sorry for she got help. That was a good laugh. It was a good <laughs> laugh. Oh my god! Especially the crotch. Yeah. People get mad at like comedians like La La Milano. I'm like, why? Like it's funny. Like, Y'all do stuff that's funny. And I do some stupid shit and it make people laugh. I don't care. I'm okay with that. But I mean, ain't that the point of a laugh? It might be some good shit. You know, like it might be some stupid shit. But if I fall and you think it's funny, as long as you make sure I'm okay, you can laugh. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> not. Yeah, don't make me go viral though. <laughs> Man, I wish I would have recorded that dude in my high school. I told him to climb up on the damn shelf. And then they said, the teacher's coming. And he fell off of it. He fell high, too, because was in the band <laughs> class. This nigga came all the way down, fell off that shit. And then he going to come up and out talking about, oh, oh, he walked past me. His pocket was down. I said, oh, Mike, you dropped your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> she fucked up. <laughs> They're like, how dare you? He could be hurt. I said, he limped out of here. You all right? Man, that shit was funny, though. Well, I'm like, you need an ambulance. Okay. <laughs> but so you, no, yeah, so. You disconnect? Um, yeah, so I disconnect from Facebook. I just kind of get in my own personal zone. So, like, even, like, my friends, like, I was going through some stuff, you know, like, here the last couple of weeks, like, emotionally and stuff. And, like, my mental was not right, and I knew it wasn't right. But, like, it was a different kind of not right. And I ain't never been in this space. So, it took me a little bit to try to figure out how to go. So, like, I'm doing, like, the normal stuff, but it wasn't working. You know, like, I was still going back to these, like, these bad spots. You know what I'm saying? Like, these black, these bad places in my head. So, I was like, okay. That was one reason I took away my Facebook. And I've just been chilling with my kids for, like, I've been turning my phone on, do not disturb, like, after six o'clock. Like, so, when I left work, that was it. Like, I really haven't been spending time with, like, I mean, I've been spending time with my dude, like, you know, here and there, but, like, not for real, like, how he was. I've been in the house. Actually, I've been working on my business stuff. I've been listening to my music, whatever. I've just been doing me, like, in my own space. And my friends probably thought, you know, like, a lot of my friends thought I was being funny or just being weird and, like, oh, acting funny or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I could like, I can't be there for nobody else if I can't be there for myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had to get back right. I had to, you know, I had to center myself again. I now I'm like, I was writing it. That's so weird. Oh, yeah. I had to center myself <laughs> so, like, I can be, you know, who I need to be because at the end of the day, I still got to take care of kids, you know. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not in a bad, in the in a good space, my kids feel that. Yeah. So they, you know, like these last couple of weeks since I've been in this, you know, like this space, my kids been like, "You okay, mom? You okay, mom?" Like just yeah. coming up to me randomly and hugging me. And you know, like kids can feel that, and my kids know how I am. So when I'm not my usual self, you know, like they live with me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they know. So I knew I had to get back right. So I just, you know, did my Facebook thing. I, um, you know, I just been doing me. I got that little book or whatever, and I've been writing stuff down. I've been trying to get my stuff and um. 
just write little stuff down, jot stuff down about my business, what I would like it to look like, what I want, you know, if eventually in the next three months, in the next six months, in the next nine months, in a year from now, where I want to be, do I still want to be working this job? Can I work this job? Can I do this? It's just getting back to me. And that way I was able to center myself and I'm able actually, you know what I'm saying? I'm able to be like, have a conversation with friends and stuff now without, without getting super emotional and not being able to keep it together like how I usually am. Cause like, I mean, anybody can be like behind the scenes and what you see is not really what it is. Mm -hmm. I can show you this picture. I can paint you this picture all day, but at the end of the day, I could wash that picture away and it'd be nothing. You know, it'd just be a, it'd just be nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I'd rather just be back to my normal self, so I, I had to dis disconnect from people, from from everything. That way, I can just I can kind of build back up. Good. That's Good. just me. Who else? Y'all forget the question. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> I was parched. <laughs> it was kind of loud. It was. I know. It was great. Uh, yeah. Repeat the question for me. What are some things you do to actively work on your mental or emotional self-care? Um, for me, usually, and I think this is always men, and people probably don't think it's good, but I go into isolation. Um, it works. Mm -hmm. Well, I talk to people all day, every day, and I'm such an extrovert when I'm at work, mm -hmm. when I'm around people. When I get home, I be tired of talking. Damn, my mouth be parched, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to go home, I want to just watch TV, I want to spend like three days where I don't even know I have a voice, and just go ahead and just chill <laughs> out. Like, sometimes, I get on Facebook every once in a while when I'm looking for a good laugh, ain't nothing on there, I just cut it right back off, and I go hours without knowing where my phone is, it just be like that, and then, it depends, cause I'll, why you do that? Cause baby, my phone. I know where it's at. It just be on do not deserve. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I don't be knowing where it's at. It get lost in the bed somewhere. As long as I know where that remote is, that's all I know. <laughs> I be putting it on do not disturb or silent, and if it dies, baby, ain't no coming back for that. <laughs> I done lost my phone like that. I gotta <laughs> use my smartwatch all the time to be like oh, find my phone. <laughs> my niece is coming. I did that with my what if phone. it dies? I did. I, I know. I mean, I'm hit. My niece always brings it to me. She be like, "Tt, why you always leaving your phone in the bathroom?" I said, "Did you see me get up and go get it?" No, but put it back <laughs> it'd be in the kitchen so i don't know but i don't i just don't i like to be by myself and i talk to people and i think i think my uh other group of friends they probably think i'm acting funny too because i'm becoming around them like that but it's different they like with everything what nothing well everything that's going <laughs> on in the world that i uh, that's a part because it's still happening like they can't relate to it they can't relate to it and i don't want to have to explain that i mean no they don't always ask but they do want to talk about it yeah and i don't want to talk about I don't, it uh, yeah yeah and at least it's, it's hard, hard to have, have your because we talking about our white group of friends when we say this and i mean they all white like they, yeah. they other colors they're other yeah. but like well my hispanic group friends they under they they bought it but the white people I don't even know the last, uh, last time I talked to some of my white friends, my closest white friends. Are they close? Exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what it is now. Because I'm like, because mm, y'all be saying some offensive ass shit. Uh huh. Don't want to correct it. And y'all want to have an opposing view for everything. And that's when I'm like, hmm. I, I have the people that are just like, okay, I can understand you protesting, but why couldn't you protest like this? Bitch, was you out there protesting? Yeah. Are you gonna no. tell somebody you had a okay, then shut the fuck up talking to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I just so I don't have to have that conversation. I've just been staying away. 
and everyone, oh, how have you been? And da 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 da. And then uh, my mom told me to invite one person from that group of friends to her wedding, and I could just see everybody else. Well, we didn't get an invite. First of all, y'all don't even know my mama. <laughs> Only two people in this group have ever met my mama. And she ain't invite y'all. She invited this one person. And she was just like, um, it's strange because I haven't heard from him in a while. I was like, well, I haven't heard from him in a while either. So, but it's so funny because he just came back around our group of friends and I left out. And everyone was always asking me, oh, where's he at? Have you talked to him? I talked to him just as much as I talked to y'all. Mm -hmm. So, few in between, baby. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, I do. I like to isolate myself, and people just think it's because I'm always upset. But I try not to let things upset me. Yes, I'm, I'm an easily irritable person. So if you do something stupid, I'm a bit irritated, and I'm going to walk away from you. But you you didn't make me mad. You just irritated my life, and it's best for me to walk away so I don't get mad. But um, And that's just everybody at work. Yeah, you triggered something in me that just told me to, like... It told me not to cut your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it did. So, um, yeah, that's I gross. just like to... It is. I like to be by myself, because it's just an eye roll, oh, especially that slow-ass girl at work. One day she's going to get fired, because she's still like passing her competencies. So. I can't deal. Other than isolation, is there other things that you do? Play uh, her video game? Yeah, pretty much. Watch your anime? <laughs> or watch my anime horror. <laughs> watch ATV. <laughs> I know I'm really well-rounded when it comes down to stuff. Oh, I, but one thing I do like about Facebook, I can say, is I like having the nerd conversations with everybody who's a blurred now. Like we were talking about, we have our arguments about Mortal Kombat. We had our argument about who was going to win with Kong and Godzilla. Didn't watch Kong Wait, what did you think about Mortal Kombat? I liked it. I thought it was good too. Don't look at me. You haven't watched it. You know I haven't watched it. See, no. it's not a Disney film. Like, it's not on my list of It's not on my things. Mortal Kombat was good. They was like, it was in it. It's not you know, Marvel. Marvel. It's not Disney I made a plus. game. That's it. I don't, I'm not watching it. Girl, we used it. to kill Mortal Kombat when we were little. I, I still got Mortal Kombat on the games. That's about Final it. Final blow. I got Mortal Kombat <laughs> and I got Mortal Kombat with the DC characters. But that's a for real. I have that one too. With the DC characters? Actually, I gave it to my nephew when I gave him my Xbox. It be skipping though, so I be pissed because them kids was skating on them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kids fake. I asked my nephew for a little bit. Slide the I asked him for it back because I didn't think he was watching it. Like, using the Xbox. So I was like, yeah, what, what's he up to? She was like, my niece. She was like, oh, he's playing the Xbox. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get it back. Like, I've been trying to get it back for the last two years. I think I gave it to him like four years ago. Like, <laughs> I miss it. No, my mind's just remaining low key. Having time to myself. That's about it. Oh, but my, the funny thing is, people think that I'm stressed out at work. Well, no, they want to make me stressed out at work. So when I'm the only one there and it's just a big workload on me, they're like, oh, don't stress out. It'll get done. So I had to finally tell them during the meeting. Yeah, I said, you don't have to worry about me. Oh, yeah. Right, I got it. I told them. I said, you have it on the days I'm not here is the question. I said, don't worry about me. I'm not going to stress out. Because in my eyes, y'all knew I was the only one here. And y'all put this big workload on me. So it's going to get done when it get done. So if we late and you stressed out, that's your problem. Ain't got nothing to do with me. Because I'm going to go down, strolling down the hallway to my music, snapping my fingers. <laughs> and when you see me, I'm going to still say hi. Well, it's funny because I can definitely see you. I'll be doing it too. I'll be snapping. I can see you. I'll be talking to people. I'm like, hey, girl, how you doing today? I'm that really one video, uh, it's like a meme I use it all the time with Jay Versace. <laughs> you be walking down. Oh yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> that's like one of my favorite memes to use, and I'm like trying to prove my point. Like I don't give up. Like, <laughs> yep. 
can't. Run an hour late for uh, the patient to be somewhere. I'm Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. But yeah, that's just me. Meech. Uh, for me, <clears throat> for both, um, mental and emotional, I think <clears throat> something that I learned and just like a tool that I have in my back pocket was therapy. Like I went to therapy, started in 2019, and I did it kind of up until the pandemic started when we went to like virtual sessions or whatever. So I learned a lot of good stuff. So if anybody has like an employee assistance program and you can get like free counseling, that's what I did. I got like eight free sessions or something like that. I keep forgetting mm -hmm. my job has that. Yeah, yes. it's eight too. Yeah. Yeah, I use it. I've used it at every job that I've had it offered to. Because I'll be going through yeah. at least once. But yeah, so I use that. So just the tools that I use there and just really like I use that as a space for me to just kind of get out everything. I didn't want anyone to solve it for me, but I just wanted it to be heard. That's at least why I use it. I know a lot of people kind of feel iffy about therapy because maybe they feel like somebody's judging them. Them people don't really care. Like, like they're not here. Yeah. To, yeah, they're not here to it's like judge you, you. But you got to get, you got to strip down to the but bear. I do yeah. with the employer though too. And I'm just like, these people are going to be like, Oh no, we we you fire her. Yeah. But <laughs> employer, I was I was say, with your employer, can you choose who you want to go to, or do they give you like no shade against like Bowen Center? But I know a lot of employers <laughs> only most of the ones that we <laughs> the nonprofits be trying to send you. <laughs> and I don't have an issue with it. I just know I my issue as. Listen, <laughs> shut up. I can't stand her. My experience as working with youth who've had to go to the Bowen Center, uh, I had a little cousin that had to go to the Bowen Center, and then my black ass used to go to the Bowen Center as a kid, and I just don't feel like they do enough, you know? And I went to a therapy session like with my little cousin, and I just felt like his counselor, therapist, whoever just... Like, we went into his office, and, like, he had, like, files just, like, stacked up unorganized. And it really looked like an office of a hoarder. But then I noticed, like, similar offices as we were walking to his office, and his was, like, at the end of the hall. So I got to see in everybody's office that door was open. Mm, was and it just looked unorganized. Listen, I don't care, because I'm looking at the surround, like, you know, like, because yeah. I'm like, why is this not, like, you know, I really wanted to go to one of his sessions because I'm like, I want to see how this work out, like, you know. Mm -hmm. And, like, now I understand why, you know, like, maybe he could have had a better assistance. So, I don't know. I know a lot of nonprofits say Bowen Center here in Fort Wayne. Well, most people don't. They don't use, like, those, like, community agencies. They yeah. they have a referral. So, if your company has a EAP, what they're probably doing is they're referring out to, like, private, like, therapists. So, like, private entities are not doing, like, Bowen. Because those are for, like, specific needs. Mm. So, it's probably going to be a private agency. Like, you can choose who you wanted. Like I said, I wanted a black therapist. So, when yeah. I called my EAP, they sent me a list of the black therapists and I chose the one I wanted, basically. Okay. Um, and I, see, I'm going to have to look more yeah. into that before I, um, before I head out. Because me, I was like, when I looked at therapyforblackgirls.com, the one, it's only one here that pops up on there. Her name yeah, is Christine one Kelly. One. And I heard good things about her anyway. But, like, I just started looking in Houston. Because I'm like, <clears throat> that's just part of what I, you know, planned out for myself once I moved. Because I just didn't want to start here and not finish here. And I didn't want to do the whole virtual. Because I know that won't go work for me. You always start here. And then find another one. I don't want to start, like, peeling back the layers. Getting comfortable. 
and then having to restart again with someone else. And I didn't want to like do virtual because I know I'm like that person that needs to be in the presence of whoever. Like I need to feel the entire like environment. So you should get used to it though. Yeah. And, like, I was like, no, I'm not gonna start something and then. I like, think it's. I think sometimes we see therapy as like it's a start and a finish. Like there are people who have been in, who are continually in therapy because life happens still. Like it's not like yeah. See, so yeah, I, don't I think, of I think like that. so. I think that sometimes when we just look at it like we gotta. I don't know. Like for me, I'm an open book, so there's not much that I'll tell anybody anything about me. So like I don't have a problem with being vulnerable. So that's like the. Part of the reason why therapy probably works so well for me is that I don't have walls like that you have to like break down like I know I'm here for a reason like I'm here because I need some assistance mm-hmm. so I'm gonna tell you why I'm here. Ooh, like, I can't I'm wait not, to get to that. Yeah, I'm not a person that's like yeah. Vulnerability has never been easy for me, but I also didn't come from an upbringing where it was allowed to be that vulnerable. So. Yeah, I, I think that's just when I was yeah, I think that's just a me thing because I just think in general, like especially for older generations and being raised by older people, they don't talk about anything. Like they bottle sure. everything up. That's mm-hmm. just a me mm-hmm. thing person yeah. that mm-hmm. I'm trying to like force on other people in my family because it's like it's not normal for you to just like deal with stuff like that. Like recognize yeah. that that's traumatic and it's okay to talk to somebody about it. Um, but other than therapy, something that really has helped me is just really like knowing my boundaries setting them and then like keeping them so like mm. for example like saying no is like a big thing to me because i do take on a lot from other people so mm-hmm. like i will take on like do you need it right here i'll be your ride or i'll <laughs> run and get this for me and i don't mind because i don't she's my spirit i do it I'm like it's not a big happy. deal <laughs> but at the same time i prioritize like my rest and my time so if i don't feel like doing it i don't do it if i don't feel like going somewhere i don't go like for example, I had a cousin who had, like, knee replacement surgery. She's my favorite cousin. She get on my nerves, but she's my favorite cousin. <laughs> so, she had That's generally how it goes, too. Yeah, because she, because last time we was together, before her knee replacement surgery, I wasn't messing with her. She was annoying. Like, she ruined dinner. Like, we went out to dinner, and she just ruined the whole entire experience. So, I'm like, I'm never going anywhere with her again. <laughs> uh, then she had her knee replacement surgery. So, she had it. Her little boyfriend came in town to, like, take care of her for, like, the first week. So, by the time that I find out that she had it, and I'm like, you know, if you need anything, let me know type of situation. She really took that to heart. So, like, the first week or so after her boyfriend left, she was like, oh, can you, you know, bring me some food? Or she'll call me, like, what's for dinner? And I'm like, I don't know. What do you want? Like, I have food at home because I make plans. (laughs) And then she'll be like, oh, can you stop to give me this? I'll cash up you the money, drop it off to her. Cool. So I did that. And then I did it again that weekend. She was like, then she started getting like, hey, could you go get me this to like, well, I want tacos from this place. Can you get them for me? And I'm like, I mean, I can. Like personal made. Like, yeah, like, 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 my name's not Uber Eats. Like, my name is not that. So then I did it, and I'm like, okay. Can you cash at me some gas money when you cash at me? Right, my yeah. Wish, and like, then you know, like, show your appreciation. Yeah, like I'm like she paid me back, but I'm just like, okay, so we can. I'm not doing anything, but it's like uh, I don't really like how this feels. So then the third <laughs> time she texts me, she texts me like 45 minutes before I get off work, and I had a. It was when we had that Zoom thing, so I was yeah. like, no, I can't do it. She was like, can you go get me Chinese food for some like specific Chinese place that's like out the way for me? Yeah. To go get that. And I'm like, I have a Zoom I can't do it. I'm sorry, you know. 
apologized and she was just like oh okay and i heard from her sis and i'm just like i'm saying no because it's not that i couldn't do it it was actually a no type that was an inconvenience you're not asking me like why didn't you ask me a day before doordash and do that free trial like without the fees but i'm like why didn't you just ask me earlier in the day or whatever like you really wait until it was like 4 45 or why did you pick this most outrageous spot that's out of the way you could have got somewhere that might have been like, what? no, I can't do that, but do you want something here? Yeah. Like, you know, like... Or she could have just been like, hey, I'm looking for Chinese food. I'd be like, okay, it's a million Chinese places. Right. Where I, where do you prefer me to go? Let me feel like I have some say in it. Right. She didn't just on her ass, no. And it's like, I don't mind helping you, but I'm not a maid, and yeah. I'm not Uber Eats. And it's like, if my leg was broke or fucked up like yours was, I wouldn't even be relying on other people. I feel like when somebody says, like whatever I can do for you. That's like for two weeks. Yeah. After that, you got to figure it out. I mean, it's like, there's always a limit to that, too. Yeah. And I hate advantage. Yeah, and it's I like, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't I'll be there good. like, I just, I'm about to I'm be good. Hungry. I'm just going to be here. I'm like, y'all kids, y'all cool. Oh, well, she can walk with a knee replacement, but they tell her she couldn't drive. Well, no, she can't drive. She's like on a cane. So yeah, I was going to say, if it's the fish, you got to drive with, too. Yeah, she can't drive, so it's fine. You better put that that leg in the passenger But my thing is, too. You got a nigga, right? So your nigga should be, he should be calling out. He don't live here, but I don't he be care. Ordering like, you some food. Why right. can't he order you food and have it I'm delivered to your house? In a, in like, a, in my mind, I'm thinking yeah. of shit like, why I gotta be the driver? In a world with Uber, Uber East, DoorDash, right. why y'all only come Grubhub, there's a we multitude of places. And I know why, but it's like, yeah. I had to tell her no, and it's like, no, can't do it, I have something to do, and it's like, I, I recognize that, and I, re- I was happy that I did it, because I'm like, I had to say no because I say yes to so much stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't mind saying yes, but when yeah. I say no, that means because I'm tired or I actually need to, like, actually say no. Like, I don't want to be the person that takes on so much stuff that I feel like now I'm obligated to do all this. And it's like, no, I'm not obligated to do anything. Like, I got food for me mm-hmm. at my house. Like, I'm an adult. <laughs> I take did. care of me. Right. So if I say, I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do it. Right. Make her own Chinese food. Everybody delivered And if she would have said, hey, Demetria, do you mind getting me X, Y, and Z 24 hours in advance? I probably would have said, yeah, because I would have planned it. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. a planner, too. Schedule. Like, yeah. don't don't call me at the end of a long day asking me to do anything. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm tired. I'm busy. Right. I'm busy. Even if I'm staring at a wall, I'm busy. It's not busy. Yes. It's not busy. busy. People don't understand. Just because you actually don't have anywhere to physically be or anything mm-hmm. actually on your schedule doesn't mean that that's open time for me to be on your time. Sometimes that can be my mental. Yeah, that's where you have to like time where you can regroup, whatever. Like you just have a break, and I know with me, like time is very precious to me because I'm always on the go. You know, mm-hmm. seventy-five hour week, shawty over here. So if I got a minute, you know, generally I only want to see my niece. <laughs> you know, like I don't really want to see too many people. I don't want to have too many conversations. And even then, like, sometimes, like, I feel bad because I don't have time to play with her because I just, T need a little time to, like, you know, unwind and just be at one with myself. Yeah. So, I'm, <laughs> I'm good at saying no, and I say it all the time. I don't have a problem. I know some people do, but I'm like, no, don't feel yeah. like doing it. not going to do it. And then outside of that, the only other thing I would say is just that. I force myself to get out of my comfort zone and like be around more people and be more active in, in that regard because last year we couldn't so I was like okay so I don't really like people like that I always been like I don't <laughs> like people they kind of get on my nerves I'm the only child I like being by myself woo, woo, woo. and then we couldn't be around nobody anyway so I was like I could do this but I've been away for a year 
Yeah, like, but after I'm all that shit was y'all like, too, though, because y'all are like, y'all, I was like, me, what I do? Y'all don't like people, okay? I mean, I don't, and well, I'm let's not, not you know, let's just call it what it is, you know, and to me, I feel like I've been around people too much, so I'm like the opposite right now, where it's just like, I'm learning how to, like, really cut, cut out a lot of people, yeah. because I've, I've been around, I've been that person that's just been, like, everybody's sounding board. So, like, you know, how I do my Facebook cleanses and then people feel away when they look and they're not on there. Okay, you're not on there, but there's 160 other people <laughs> that are not on my page right now. And it's just because I don't... People actually notice that? Yeah. Oh, they noticed. I've never noticed. I've never noticed. I've never noticed. I've never noticed. Oh, they noticed when they tried to come one in. time. Yeah. I've noticed one time that I was uh, deleted on somebody's page. So, my friends and I, it was this girl that we went to school with. She never had any edges. So, I sent a picture of her in our friends group, and I was like, look, y'all, see, I said something shady. And one of my friends shared it on Facebook, and all of us friends was this girl on Facebook. And I'm just like, girl, take it down. Like, that was it. She thought it was a meme, like she forgot. <laughs> so then, it was, that was like a couple years ago. That had to be like five, six years ago. So then we was, um talking about it again because I had sent to somebody else. That'd be was funny because like you'd be like I wasn't trying to really appear. That's all yeah. I want to share with my friends. Like, we can talk about people but I don't want you to know. Not to be fake but you know like I really wasn't trying to hurt you. Right. So uh, I said somebody else like look y'all she still ain't got no edges. I like no that wasn't her that was the other girl. So I was like oh yeah so I went to go search for her on Facebook to, to be sure yeah, like right. just to, like to remember who it was and she deleted me and I was just like I like Terror Bear. You're the reason why she deleted me because you shared that photo. I said I've probably been deleted for years. <laughs> She's like, no, that wasn't me. That I'm deleted is when the memories come because them motherfuckers hit differently when you blocked. <laughs> I got some today from Lil Five Weekend. <laughs> but that should be hilarious to me because the fuck you block me for? I don't give a fuck. Block me, block me again. The fuck. Now you can talk to people like, on your yeah, comment. Like, I mean, great. You don't know who you talking to. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like, someone not having that conversation with like eight comments and you only see three like baggy bitch and then you gotta take me up first like hey go to this real quick and see who this is and be like damn I'm like oh I was talking about that bitch oh, well. I, like, I can't moving forward no yeah to me it's like when I do big numbers now if I'm just like randomly deleting people at once like you know like one person here one person there that's that's a little more personal but if I take, you know, and then like this time I even made, you know, a courtesy post that said, like, you know, if you notice I'm not on your friends list no more, it's not personal. It's a me thing. Because you posted some shit that's that what I didn't because, that was some bullshit. Because it's just like to me, I'm sharing things with people I have never, maybe never interacted with on Facebook or I haven't interacted with in years. And it's just like, why? Why do I want to share my good and if I choose to put my bad on there with someone who's not going to be that supportive of me, I just, I don't know, I just feel weird about having, like, strangers on, like, personal, like, platforms, platforms. like, Facebook. Mm -hmm. So, it's a little different. Kind of like Snapchat and Instagram and Twitter are a little more flexed with me, although they're both private right now. Um, but Facebook is a little more private. Uh, Snapchat is a little more private because I post a little more personal things on those networks so yeah i rather just you know do a nice little cleanse and then again if you know like you start posting problematic things and you know you might be one of them ones that just get deleted on your own but you know without the group and that's personal but it's usually no beef behind it it's just we are not friends 
So I don't want to keep you on my friends list. And I have a bunch of family on there that I'm like, <laughs> I'm really going back and forth with the whole delete family thing because family is a little different. But I don't know. There's no beef, so it is what it is. Um, delete, delete, delete. Yeah, I just mute a bunch of people, but the only person. See, I realized I had unfollowed a lot. I'm like, why did I unfollow this person instead of for just unfriending? Yeah, that's so that stupid to me. I'm like, like, I'm just trying to spare people, but why? Sometimes I just don't care, so I just yeah. mute you. Like, you say something like, for me, the only time like on Facebook I do that because I'm not on there that much. Like, if you say some homophobic thing, you automatically get the button. Yeah, it's like we're too old to be like yeah. ignorant, so you get the button. The only time I've ever noticed that somebody like unfriended me was on Twitter. This girl from uh, IU, but she was always crying about how she had no nigga, and it was so fucking annoying. I think I guess she, eventually she got a nigga and she stopped following me. But I'm like, fantastic. <laughs> I don't want to know when he break up with you and you complaining for another five years about how you ain't got no man. Like, girl, Shut like, up. let it go. And yeah. she was always like. She one of them bitches that want attention. You know how they be doing like Wagon Wednesday and Titty Tuesday and shit on Twitter. Wagon Wednesday. This is what I'm saying. This is Indianapolis. That's what I'm saying. You know, like I'm not on Twitter yeah. as much as I used to be on. This is like yeah. Black IU niggas from Indianapolis Twitter. They do this shit. So she one of them dumbass bitches. Like, can I submit for Wagon Wednesday? I'm like, you, you are so fucking lame. Like, yeah. if you want to show your ass, trying to pretend ass. like you don't want attention, but you really want yeah. the attention. If you want to show your titties, show your titties. Yeah. But what you trying to do? It's like, can I participate? Who's gonna stop? stop you yeah, exactly it's no. social media they're gonna block you no you can't do it <laughs> i hate yeah. everybody but yeah <laughs> yeah i guess people do stuff like yeah. that like uh. and i guess for me the last thing that i've just been doing lately is just kind of like not relying on other people to like help me through certain situations and really just reflecting within myself um i think i got so accustomed to having one person in particular that i would go to when life just beat my ass and then it's like okay now if this person is you know not necessarily part of the problem but the person that like part of the reason why i'm like in the mood i'm in right now and i can't go to that person now what so then when i came to that realization i'm like okay it's time to be a big girl and really just you know reflect on your own not depend on other people to help you walk through it now granted i do like this podcast is very therapeutic <laughs> to me uh just being able to come here and like kick it with y'all and like talk about things but i work on myself a lot a lot a lot a lot recently and i'm just I'm in love with it like just kind of finding little ways to like okay that didn't work for you okay what are we gonna do next girl so yeah. that's it you look sweet it's cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hot outside. It's cold. I know. But I have a question. It's breezing. I was like, hold yeah. on, my neck getting kind of. I have a question. Okay, I was about to ask one of Meech questions. Too. Oh, go ahead. Oh, okay, sorry, Meech. <laughs> no, the rest of the questions are hers anyway because I just I went on it. Oh, okay. Um, so I know at the beginning everybody was talking about how they were in a bad space. Do you guys remember when like the day? It flipped for you when you were no longer feeling like you were in that space. I know it's not just. I know the exact moment. Yeah, I think mine has just been a combination. I remember the exact moment because it was like I felt I was in a situation where I was like ending a relationship with somebody that no longer served me, mm-hmm. and when I it literally the same day that I ended it, I got a relationship back that I actually really needed that was kind of on the rock. So it was like I felt like it was a trade off and a much better trade off. 
and I'm glad that it happened so I could like remember distinctively like being like okay this friendship is done and then like immediately maybe 30-40 minutes later getting the apology for somebody that I needed like I needed yeah. someone to acknowledge what they did and for that to happen when I just let go of something I was like so I really don't even need this person that you what right? Right? I got yeah. this. this is what I really wanted in the beginning like you are way holding me down this is something that I needed to move on and move past it. So I, I literally remember like the entire day. It was it was kind of fire. Yeah. I was like, I believe in that serendipitous stuff. So yeah. I was like, this you is know, serendipity. serendipity is not one of my favorite movies. But yeah. I don't know if there's, I guess, maybe after our first episode when I was telling y'all, I talked to my best friend. Yeah. And it's just like, because I didn't realize that it could, like that it was showing, you know, like I guess. When he called me and then like we had that long, I don't know, how long were we talking? Like four hours? <laughs> you know, I think that was where it really kickstarted me. But it wasn't the shift, like where it's like, because I'm not out of it right now. You know, I'm still actively working on it. But mm -hmm. I guess that was the thing that triggered this whole like, you know, really starting to focus in the last two months or not even a full two months, you know, like, okay, we got work to do and being honest with myself about certain things and knowing that in certain like relationships with people that I gave it my all and if they didn't receive that that's not really on me because I know what my intentions were and I can't keep trying to m figure it out and make other people think okay well but she didn't understand like when I said this so let me try to no I'm done trying to correct things mm -hmm. with other people all I can do is be as genuine as I possibly can and make sure that my intentions were good but yeah, like I said, I'm still in it, so I really had like where it switched, but I just know that I'm feeling different because of that conversation that transpired after first episode. But. I don't think I know like the exact time. I think I just started realizing like, dang, I'm starting to feel a little different. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm like, oh okay, and it made me like, well shit, let mm -hmm. me focus on this now, you know. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm feeling a little <laughs> bit more. Like Okay, yeah. let me do it. You know, so I kind of become aware of it yeah. as I'm starting to transition, but not like, oh, it's just I'm more aware of something that's, I don't know, like. Your vibe is different. Yeah, I know that I'm actually going to a different space than where I've been and where I did want to be, you know, so yeah. I'm like, okay, well, let me hold on to this and let me. Let me crawl out of this space, you yeah. know, and get to this. So I'm, I'm going to go and follow this path instead. But it ain't like, <gasps> wow. Wow. Oh. <laughs> there <laughs> it is. I see the light. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's it's like things just click. Like, yeah. Yeah. it just makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I think and this move is helping me, too. And like, I think it's, it's something it to look forward to. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Have you had a moment like that? I think for me, and then mine's just so backwards, and all y'all just like so uplifting. Mine for me was cussing my coworker out. <laughs> you always choose it's violence. Always, I do <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> the thing though. And you know, I, I was bad. <laughs> I let people just do stuff and say anything to me, and I'm just like, all right, well, it ain't no need to, for me to cuss them out. And then I'd be angry about it. I let it out. Just like, just yeah. People don't act like, like people think I'm like just about. To cuss everybody out. I don't cuss people out that much. Like, really ever. Maybe young me. <laughs> Shut up. I'm saving me. Yeah, I don't, it, it's, I don't know. I mean, I'm better. Yeah. I'm better. I mean, I'm really good at it. But no, for me, it but is. But you did used to be bad when we was kids, baby. Because <laughs> yeah. you would be like, she would snap and then ask questions. I'd be like, yeah. I want to be like that when I <laughs> now, now, now it is like people are like, well, you just let stuff build up in you. 
Well, shit, I don't know what the fuck to give y'all. Like, you want me to address it? I can't find my happy medium. It's either this or this. You get one or the other. I don't get both. Zero, I'm on ten. Like, what you want from me? Because... We I don't know. think nobody can handle in between because I might not can handle in between. I might be having a battle in between myself. Like, I don't know. But then when I try to do that, I find myself still between. say it. Like, and I just feel like, I can't say nothing. That's my one thing. Because if I say something, they're going to say you're being disrespectful. If I don't, it's just like, well, you don't care. So I'd rather people think I don't care than I think them to this mean girl mentality on me. I don't say nothing because I know I'm going to get disrespectful. And before I get disrespectful, let me just go ahead and hit out. Because... <laughs> And that's how it used to be for me. When I was little, they used to tell me I was mean as hell. And they used to be like, Thompa, if you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. I was like, well, listen, I tried. Okay? And that was the nicest way I can put it. I can't put it any other way. Well, but, no, cry. for real. After I cussed my coworker out, it was just like a whole shift in my attitude at work. Yeah. It was just like, I really don't give a fuck about none of y'all. Like, I'll burn all I this got shit this job. I got this job. I can get another job. <laughs> right. I'm leaving it in God. Hey, God, was that you told me to quit? No. But um, it was, it was like over something. Everybody hates Chris. Yeah. My man got two jobs. Yeah. I don't need this. It was like different Mine stuff. Mine myself. I got two other jobs. I don't need this shit. <laughs> Mine, it just kept building up, building up. He just kept saying slick shit to me. I remember the dude said something to me about living in the hood one time. One of our white coworkers, we were talking about Pontiac Mall. And he's like, oh, where is that? I was like, oh, it's in the hood. I barely even go over there. And he's like, that's not in the hood. I said, yes, it is. What the fuck you mean? He was just like, well, it's still a nice area. I said, yeah, I ain't said it wasn't a nice area. I just said it was in the hood. And I know his ass ain't going to the hood. And he was just so like, well, you say I used to, my mom used to work at Abbott. Yeah. White the people hood? that were raised in the hood swear they like the voice of the hood. And yeah. you just can't tell them <laughs> that they didn't live in the hood. Just because your white ass was over there don't mean it's in the hood. I'm like, listen, sir, I grew up in the hood. I remember waking up to little chalk lines outside my house. I said, I, 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 knew. I know this. I know it was a thing back in the day. I remember it. I, I remember know people thought like they had this, I randomly just had this same thought. I was like, did they really just do that? Or that was something they just put in our heads like a movie? On TV? Because <laughs> no. like, I ain't never walked down no street just seen that thing. But then again, I ain't never been in South if they found a body, they would trace it, put the little cone down for which number of evidence was there. Yeah, like, okay, I can't see all that. I remember the little boy got hit. It was a hit and run in front of our house. Mm-hmm. And it was a chalk outline. They took a picture and then they cleaned it up. It wasn't out there as long as they've been making the same. Now they got the technology where they don't die. Yeah, he oh. died. Because they have like the cameras with the measurements and stuff built in. I don't know. I really don't know. I was never, you know, crime scene investigator person. I just know. This was my I theory. Was. That was my this thing. was my theory in my head of why I was trying to make sense of why they used to do it, but I really don't know what the hell the point of it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stand, stand on the corner, you know, <laughs> capital winner. We seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> we had to go with a quickness, <laughs> but um, yeah, we can go outside. So <laughs> we was having a damn that whole argument. I go outside either. The shit was right there. Like, I, don't know, I don't know what was going on. I, I, I was outside. <laughs> I was in them streets. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. Box ball. After that build up, ball. I finally had to cuss him out over a, d- a goddamn COVID patient. And after oh, that, the dude that didn't want to go in the COVID room. Yeah, after that, it was a whole shift. Cause I, you know, I just started ignoring him, but he kept doing shit that was igno- it was annoying me. The lead, he was getting mad at the lead. He was like cussing the leads out. He wasn't cussing at him, but he was going off yeah. on the lead. Nobody was correcting him. Mm-hmm. So finally. He made me so mad that day because it made it seem like I just don't go in COVID rooms. First of all, I'm going in there with masks that don't fit me. So I'm surprised I have never had COVID because I've been in there exposed more than anybody else. Mm -hmm. 
So I walked in the goddamn rooms. So I went to the bathroom. I thought about that shit. I was like, hell no, this shit ain't about to go no more. I came back out and cussed him the fuck out. And he's like, well, I didn't say that. I said, bitch, you might not have said it, but that's what the fuck you meant. <laughs> and I was like, and this is what I, and I told him, I said, and this is what I mean. I said, and even if you ain't mean to say it that way, that's how I took it. So you're going to know from here on out, don't say that shit to me. He's like, well, I wouldn't have said it if I didn't know you were going to act like you were going to get mad. Today, I was like, well, shit, you know now. So ever since then, we've been cool. He's been real nice and sweet. Because he know I'm going to cuss his ass out. And he'd be like, well, the other day he tried me. He was like, how often do you have to stay over when um, you don't have to worry? I said, well, I asked for your hours. And you did. I said, I leave at 3 o'clock. You can't get mad at me because I leave at 3 o'clock. You I just love my coworkers be clocking you. Right. Like, and I don't know on your time card. Right, right. You get worry about, like, well, you got here late. Baby, if I didn't get a red box on my time card, then I'm not late. Okay, we, we got a great period. period. <laughs> <laughs> I need people to understand this because people be going hard about, oh, well, you be late. Okay, first of all, uh-uh, we I got a six-minute grace period. We got so, seven. Exactly. I clock in at seven oh six every day. If I'm <laughs> here before the before the six hit, I'm not late. Okay, so and leave out at three oh eight. Clear about that. Make and sure if I you didn't want me to get here at the six, minutes. then take away the grace period and I get here on time. Trust me, it works. But you know, if I know I got a little wiggle room, baby, I'm a wiggle. Okay, I'm gonna shimmy my ass. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Right. And I'm gonna let whatever song I'm listening to in the car finish mm-hmm. in that parking lot. Like I just mm, no, nah. yeah. So after I cut them out, time cards, y'all. After I cast him out, I've been really good at that in-between stage now because one of my other co-workers, I was being real helpful to her, and I guess she took it the wrong way, but she was like, technically, I still have this bitch. What? You technically had a little attitude with it. I said, what'd you just say to me? She said, technically. I said, well, technically, technically I know you still have time. Ways. I said, technically, I was asking you if you needed help with anything, so technically, mm-hmm. that's not how you should have took it. And she was like, uh, and she was like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you sorry. Because technically, I didn't mean it that way. Yeah, you I'm are sorry. sorry. Yeah, you're sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're sorry. I bet you won't get no sorry out of me. You sorry. Technically, you sorry. Hell. Okay. So, <laughs> they be trying to do that. job. They do. Because right. I'm the only black person there. And that's why I said, granted, I, I love. The, I think that's the culture of that particular business. That department. I don't mm-hmm. even think it's the department. Oh. Because okay. I wasn't in that department. Again, and oh, they try. My fuckers be trying it. You saw how I quit. Okay, listen, listen. And I, I have a younger black dude coming in. I put in. I didn't even give them my two weeks. I said, nope. Well, you know what? I no. said no. It was the last day of the year. I said nope. I can't even uh, go into the next year with this on my heart. I can't even do it. Got back in the car, called my sister. I was like, I can't do it no more. I'm done. <laughs> I'm not going back in there. <laughs> I can't even do it because they will make you want to like that. You they gonna be so patient fucking around all the way to the job. You look at them and you be like, nah, in the winter, that's not even in the middle of the where I want to be. And you drive away, go back home, get in the bed, like, yeah, it wasn't my day. We <laughs> had other black people in our department, but the other black girl, she related better with white people than she did black people, so, and they absolutely loved her. So she loved being a token. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm I can't do that shit. It's very uncomfortable. But they love it's me. Very, like, I just can't be nobody token. They That's love me. Cool. They buy me all types of gifts and stuff. But don't try me because I'll cut your ass out in a heartbeat. Because I remember our manager was yelling at the dude during the tech meeting, but I know he was yelling at him because he put that y'all on there. And y'all know how black folks feel about y'all. 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 He was like, I'm not hold on now. He was y'all. like, y'all need to. I'm like, well, who is? That's the first question. <laughs> who is y'all? Yeah. Who is y'all? I'm not even talking to you. Then don't say y'all. I'm going to need just... you to point to who you talking about. Black people yeah. can't stand that. Because he was just like, because y'all need to do that. I said, hold on, hold on. I said, because I wasn't here. Are people really doing this? And he's like, yes, but he yelled. I was like, I'm going to need you to bring some of that 
bass out your voice and explain who y'all is. I said, because I do my job. Yeah, He's like, well, I'm not talking about you. Okay, well, I'm going to need you to specify who you're talking about then. Because you said y'all. Yeah. And there's only four of us sitting here. So which y'all are you talking about? <laughs> so. All right, look. We got to get back on. Yeah, I'm sorry. But yeah, no, I moved on. I started I don't know if you politely testing them out. Okay. You can move on to the question. Um, the next one, um, what's the point of self-care for you? Like, why why do you intentionally, I guess, work on your self-care? Is that how you meant it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, why do I do the things that I do? Like, what's the point of it for you? Why do I do the things that I do? No, no, we don't want to know why you do all the things. I know. There is, like, studies why that can't even prove. <laughs> Wait, why are you saying it like that? <laughs> Because I got kids. That's it? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Everything. Honestly. But you gotta, you, you are, you are mom and that's part of your identity, but you're also yourself. But see, I be putting myself to the side. That's a, also a problem that I have because yeah. I put myself to the side for my kids. I will literally, I, will, I don't care. Like, I mean, because at the end of the day, it'd be like, okay, like I'll be having fucked up days or like days where I'll be like. Hey, fuck this shit, fuck this job, fuck this house, fuck, you know, like, fuck it all, you know? But and then I, I, said, then I look to the left, and I look to the right, and it'd be them three bodies. And I'd be like, them three somebodies, they count on me, you know what I'm saying? If they don't have me, then who? You know what I'm saying? I have to be everything for them. So sometimes I do put myself on the, you know, back burner for them, but everything that I do, I do for them. So sometimes I do have to get myself back because I didn't put myself yeah. to the side and I'm hustling and bustling for my kids and I'm like, okay, I'm not right. Let me get yeah, myself you back. You gotta right. choose yourself. Yeah, because I gotta learn back. To. So I gotta learn how to, you know, take care of myself as well as my kids and not just be like, and then, myself. like, not to cut you off, but like, you know how we grow, we like, like, your mama was your mama, you know? Mm -hmm. But you want them to know, like, yes, I'm your mom, but I'm also human, and I want you to get to know this side of me because mm -hmm. look what we didn't know growing up. Like, mm -hmm. you know, where it's just like, but you know stay what? in a child's have... place, you know? I, da, 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 da. Like, there's levels that I feel like parents should share of themselves, like, with their kids, you know, so that they don't just grow up saying, like, oh, that's just my mom, mm -hmm. and that's all I can oh, say, like, who she is as a person. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know what? My kids... I actually, like, here recently, I've had conversations with them. Yeah. You know, I usually have conversations with my kids, just have, you know, like, just talking, but, like, I've had conversations. Because I want to see, like, my oldest daughter, it freaks me out because my oldest daughter, she's eight years old now. So she's not, I mean, she's still a kid, but, like, the way that she says things and the way that she comprehends is completely different than it was, like, a couple years ago. Yeah. So it's, like, it's happened before my eyes, and I'm just like, no, you're my baby. You know, yeah. like, you're my first baby. You know, like, come yeah. back, come back. But, you know, I have other babies, though, too. So, like, some of the stuff that she says to me or some of the stuff that she comprehends or when I say stuff to her, like, the way like the way that her she, response. yeah, her response, it'd be like, hmm? It's that oldest child, though. It'd be like, whew. You know, like, I have to take a breath because it'd be like, oh, my gosh, my baby is really getting old. And I'd just be like, damn, I'm getting old. And I'd be like, it'd be like little stuff like that. Like, you'll never understand, like, how your parents really felt until you have kids. And then you go through these motions. And I'd be looking at and then, you know, it'd be my biggest pet peeve. I'd be like, damn, I'm acting like Mary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'd just be like, after I'd be like, I ain't going to be like my mom. Like, I ain't going to be doing this. I ain't going to be doing that. But for real. Now I understand her more, you know, like, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, 
Oh, <laughs> hell no. And I was like, if this is just this beginning part, I hate to see what's going to happen. As a teenager, I feel like I was a good kid. Now, girl, don't don't let your eyes get big. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like as a teenager, I was a decent kid. Not early years. Girl, look. When you got that little Buick, it was a little different. Girl, I was in those streets. <laughs> Earlier, everybody was in that thing though, but like, I when, mean, for the most part, though, when Caitlin was like your other bestie, yeah, when it was like you know, we shared custody of you, yeah, and then when the uh, the more you started getting when the black side accepted <laughs> me all the way, and my white friend said, Fuck me, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but that's what happened. That's they the said, one that saw the transition, you know, like you go to you school right. and you like, I had a different kind of friends, I had white friends, I had black friends. And we always like feel that. like this. Yeah, like, so, out of so when my be- like when my white friends started doing their little thing, and I was like, oh, that's not something I'll be into, you know, like, and I kind of did go, you know, gravitate more to the black friends because I could, I could do the stuff they was doing. I couldn't go to Florida for spring break, so you know, like it was yeah. shit like that where it's just like we were taking them trips because they was like, who is about to be? It was not I was strict and my mama was strict about stuff. So like yeah, they got to the house. They got to do a lot of wild stuff. I had to just sit back. But then I started finessing, you know, Mary probably gonna be listening, but she I'm grown now. She grown now. But uh Mary worked third shift. Mary worked third shift and that's where she fucked up. So I'm never working third shift because my daughter's got me messed up. My son too. <laughs> I'm talking about baby, but you know what? Mary also worked third shift, but she worked several jobs. So you really didn't on, know what she was gonna do. Yeah, that's so, what they got home. Oh, but <laughs> hey, that's like prom. So on prom, <laughs> so on prom instead of going to the after party with everybody else, I told my mom, oh, you know, like, the party's over, I won't go to the after party, I was going home, but really, I went home with <laughs> my man, <laughs> and I had him come over to the house, mind you, I knew my mom was at home, and she was like, oh, how was prom, I was like, oh, it's great, we lay in the bed, laid up, and she was like, oh, I might get off early, I was like, oh, really, I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm going to be here, I'm knowing my mom, she's saying that because she think I'm on something, I was, but I know you, and I know how to play this card. That's why I was like, my daughters, don't have me fucked up. Because <laughs> I know them tricks, okay? I did that. I was the trickster, okay? <laughs> I'm going to get played. <laughs> my kids okay. going to get over on my ass. Then call me, because, baby, if you got me around, play. you ain't going to never get played. GT Marcel. But no, like, stuff like that, yeah. But I was decent. I wasn't too, too bad. It was, I feel like it was some other kids that were doing a lot more than what I was doing when I was doing it. Like, in middle school, them babies was advanced. I was still watching Saturday morning cartoons on Saturday. These girls. Right. Yeah, like I said, with the two sixth graders that were pregnant, our eighth grade. Baby. We was giving them questionnaires. We was having interviews with them. Like, we was like, what? What? So what did your your mama didn't beat your ass? Cause my mom was saying she brought me into this world and she take me out. How you still here? How right. you get to still stay here? Cause she said she was gonna take me out. I'm just trying to figure out what you said to your mom so she didn't take you out. <laughs> I ain't saying I'm gonna be where you at. I'm just saying like, no, nah, I ain't gonna. I I know not to trip. To, to test Mary in middle school. Now in high school, you know, you get that rebellious thing. But it wasn't until junior year. That's it. Well, yeah. when did you start driving? Yeah, it was a junior year. Yeah. Wait, no. It wasn't. It was my senior year. It was too late by then, remember? 
I was already pregnant. Yeah, by senior year. <laughs> but it was my junior year. I was like, junior hey. year. But you, where did you get your car? When I was pregnant with Brooklyn. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was already pregnant. Huh. Mm -hmm. I thought you got your car a year before I got mine. No, I probably you was already drive your car. No, <laughs> I was I was driving my mom's car. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I was in that Saturn in the streets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I go. <laughs> All right. Um, I go. What's the point of self care to you? I said I'll go. Like I really had an answer. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I owe it to myself. I think. Mm -hmm. I think I've. I don't know. I just feel like I owe so much to younger me. So, if I don't take care of myself, then I'm just going to continue to live a life of regret. So, I got to make sure that I'm taking care of me. And that's my biggest thing lately is just, you don't want to regret. Like, I regret my 20s. I didn't do shit in my 20s. I mean, for the most part. I can't say that because I got a lot of travel out of my 20s. Oh, but there's a lot that I didn't do in my 20s that I'm like, I owe it to myself to do in my 30s, and here I am a year into my 30s, almost two, and I'm just like, girl, what you doing? So, self-care, and it's like, at first, this move to Texas was because I didn't want to be 15 hours away from my niece, but as time goes on, it was just more so that I needed a change of scenery for mm -hmm. myself, so that I could really, like, get into a bigger city, which is what I've been trying and wanting to do for at least the past 10 years. So just really going after my dreams, at least giving it a shot, whether I fail or succeed or change my mind about what I want to do down the road, I owe it to myself to really give it my all and test the waters. So really, yeah, that's what my self-care is. Like, it's just making sure that I'm good. Mm. I think the point of it for me is balance and intention. Um, I just feel like I, I have a more balanced work life or personal life, professional life, whatever, all the lives when I just feel <laughs> like I have it together yeah. when I'm like, like every aspect. Yeah. When I'm just thinking about stuff and I'm like doing things that are going to be like positive and proactive and I'm like really planning things and goal setting and all that junk. Like, I just really feel like that gives me balance. And it doesn't make the day as hard. Like, even if I wake up and I just don't want to adult, I don't want to do anything today. Knowing that I have some of these skills that I've been working on helps me get through the day when I don't want to. Like, when I'm just laying in bed, like, I just don't want to do anything today. Like, fuck this shit. But I don't want to take a mental health day for whatever reason. So, yeah. I, I think that's really the purpose of it for me. And then recently, um, I watched this movie. I forgot to tell y'all before we started recording. It's on Netflix. It's called Pieces of a Woman. Have y'all seen that movie? No. no. So, it came... Um, this is on Netflix? Mm -hmm. it, I think it came out a couple months ago. So I like, for me, I like to watch like movies that are like Oscar nominated, Golden Globe nominated, because they usually be good movies. Mm -hmm. So the girl, I hope they good. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's <laughs> some bullshit, but most times they are. Well, yeah. I like like those independent yeah. movies, so I like, I like those. Yeah. So <laughs> this one, the girl um, was nominated for um, Best Actress. She didn't win though. But basically, it's about a girl. Shia LaBeouf is in it, which is weird. Um, he's like I the. Like he's so I like Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I like he on, but Shia probably. He be, he be doing weird stuff. Yeah, like, he played good roles. 
he play a good problematic yeah. person. I believe him. Like, okay. yeah, because yeah. he problematic yeah. himself. Yeah, like, but he explained that you just never know if he's about to offend the hell out of you or really just make you feel good. Like, I just think he one of those people that he's he's an asshole, but mm-hmm. he know he an asshole, and you know he an asshole. So you gonna either accept him for an asshole or just yeah? Not I think he's very human. I will yeah. give him that. Yeah, he was more human than a lot of people about a lot of stuff Hollywood. that he was going through as far as being in Hollywood and starting off young. Yeah, and. Actually, it was like a some kind of you know how they have those things where they eating like the food or whatever. It was like some hot wings. Oh, the hot ones on yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So he was eating that, and I, you know what? And that's like the very first time because I thought he was kind of like strange too, but I, I fucks with him, you know. Yeah. But after he was talking, I was like. He's just a human like anybody else, yeah. you know? He's very yeah. human. So I feel yeah. like we put these people under these globes like, oh, you're expected to be like this because you're in this limelight. But, shit, he probably done went through a lot, seen a lot as a young. I mean, mm-hmm. what what was that show? Even Stevens? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even Stevens? Come on now, from that to I don't know what it is. I feel mm-hmm. like it's a lot of be stuff. set up with a lifelong package after leaving Disney. I think they need therapy. They need therapy while they're in it. Because even when you go back to like Britney Spears, like she was in the Mickey Mouse Club too. Like you know, it's like these kids. The Mickey Mouse Club. What? I hate the way they did Britney. Like free Britney. Listen, (laughs) yes, like that's my girl, man. And I feel like Jamie Lynn got a lot more grace, and she was a teen mom. You know, it's like they did Britney so dirty, and Britney was just like. I don't know. I always relate to Britney. Like, I don't know. That was my girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Zoe 101. I like that. <laughs> I never watched that show. I feel like I was oh like, oh my gosh, that was my favorite show. I just no, I did. I just sing the song. I know. That's why I was just saying. Yeah, I never watched that. But it's yeah, so good. I, I can't watch it. But yeah, like when Shia LaBeouf, he's in the movie. So basically, the, the premise of the movie, I, I'm not spoiling anything, but basically, he's married to this girl. The girl is pregnant. She's having an at home birth. She has oh, a midwife. Yeah, I she's know delivering the baby or whatever. Something happens. The baby ends up dying. Like, wasn't getting oh. enough oxygen after the baby was born. But it's like, it's kind of like they set it up like, you may need to go to the hospital type of situation. And then she put her in a bath. She had the baby. The baby is born. They're all happy. Then all of a sudden she turns around like, call the hospital real quick. So the baby ends up passing away. And so the mm-hmm. premise of the movie is basically like how she deals with that and she doesn't do it in a healthy way. Like everything she does is wrong. Like her and Shia like completely dissolve as like a couple because he her family wants to sue the midwife. Yeah. Because for negligence basically. Mm-hmm. And she's not really into it. She doesn't want to deal with it basically. And then the Shia LaBeouf's character wants to like have comfort. Like he wants to be comforted. He wants to be like have her and she's not in that space. So it's a it's a bunch. But like the reason I brought it up is because had she had some type of self care or like some type of tools going into it, things would have came out differently. Like at the end, she kind of got to where she needed to be, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like she did everything destructive. Like she's going out, she's not talking to her husband, she's not having sex with her husband. They're not communicating. She's mad at her mom because her mom's trying to uh, pursue charges. She's She's just not dealing with it. Like, she's yeah. not dealing with the fact that she just, she has this, like, huge grief that she's not dealing with. And I just see, like, so many of us deal with things that way. We avoid it. We don't want to yeah. talk about it. We want to drink. We want to, like, numb ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it just really made me feel like, dang, like, a lot of us do that instead of just, like, practicing some of these things or yeah. having something in our toolbox to when we have those moments where we really 
we need something extra. And she just did everything wrong. And I watched it and I was just like, damn, like this bitch really going crazy. Like yeah. she doing everything. Like she cussing people out. Shia LaBeouf is like, touch me. Cause you know, niggas, yeah. all they want to do yeah. is like have sex. <laughs> like, you know, can, we can we get to the bottom of why? <laughs> and he's like, touch me. And yeah. she's not like not in. So she's yeah. like laying there. And he's like, <laughs> he was like trying to put her hands down his pants. And she was just like, <laughs> and I was crying. I was like, "Yeah, this is fucked up, bro." They ended up. He just left. Like he just left and like got on the plane. I'm just like, "This is a wild movie." That's crazy. You said that. I heard about a story, but it's gonna be kind of off topic. But I, I don't know. I feel like it's mental. It's I, the story was fucked up, and it was fucked up on so many different levels. But I feel like what's the story? Okay, did y'all hear about the girl who had the twin babies that killed them in New York? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. The one that you didn't hear about? Oh, the girl don't be watching the news. So she said, she said that's, it's, it's horrible. So it's this is a horrible, horrible story. So, it's, I mean, I'll go to real quick. So basically, this girl, she's 23 years old. She had two twins, and I guess they're six weeks old. She basically was like, you know, they wouldn't stop crying. They wouldn't let her sleep. So she tries to poison them with, like, some comet or something. Yeah, some pine salt. They don't die. You know what I'm saying? So the one baby don't die. And they ended up finding the baby yeah. in the bassinet with a knife in its okay. neck. And that's how she got that one. The other one was under the thing. But my thing was this. It's fucked up, right? Yeah. But she's 23 and she didn't have no help or nothing like yeah. that. And everybody's looking at her like, damn, you fucked up. You know, you didn't catch your kids. What she is fucked up. But like, what's her Postpartal. story? I was she's six weeks. It's six weeks into it, so it's postpartum. Even the apartment but, she took took over in Queens, that wasn't her apartment. It was a relative that had just died. recently passed. Yeah, so she, she had She's like, you grieving. So she... On top of being yeah. a mom. But it wasn't two people. It was two people that died previously that was living yeah. with her, that was helping her. So her husband had died or something, and then another her roommate had... or something. Yeah, so I they know. had died. She had nobody. nobody. And then she had these two twins, a girl on the board. So you know, that could be hectic. One baby's enough. I know one baby's enough. Like, one of my... I mean... I got three kids, and one of my kids literally took, kept me through hell and high water when she was born. She isolated herself from her family because the family's the ones that weren't being able to contact her. So they called the police to do a welfare check because they were concerned about her mental health, and she wouldn't let them in. So even when the police got there, like I think her aunt was at the apartment because she couldn't get in, you know. And, and I don't know if there was like projects, like, you know, New York got them steel doors, so you ain't getting in. Like, yeah, and she had been in that house for days. They said, like, yeah, for they four were, days. They, they were done. So, yeah. it's like, okay, so I'm I'm, I'm in between because I'm a mom at the end of the day. Yeah. And I didn't be to the point where I, like, the crying, like, my, my, my middle child, she had to be in the NICU for, like, an extra week. So, she had her days and nights mixed up. And, I mean, her dad was working at the time. So, like, it was just me, you know what I'm saying, at home with the baby. And then taking care of my oldest daughter, you know, who was mm-hmm. three at the time. So, I get where it gets overwhelming because I used to have to, like, breast uh, uh, pump and then go to the hospital. And then spend time with my child at the hospital and then come home. And just, and I would be yeah. so exhausted. You know, and we only had one car, so I would take him out to work and then have to go to the hospital and then go back to my other kid and pick her up from her greenhouse and then do all this so I could I know as a mom and then I couldn't imagine having two babies at the same time and then she's saying and her words it just it just vibrated through me because her words was she what she said was they wouldn't let me sleep and at that point I stopped caring and at that point, that was not her. You she cared for those babies for six psychosis. years. If she didn't care, she probably would have killed them sooner, you know, mm-hmm. rather than later. Came and but she's like, oh, they did. Like, yeah, and she just, response. I think she mm-hmm. just numbed herself. And I think 
maybe in those four days, it probably fucked her up even worse. And she knew she could not come back. So who knows what she... Now, I'm not saying what she did was right. No. It's never by any means right. But... I think the you, can, you can understand it. The hormones that you go through as a woman mm -hmm. when you have a child is completely different. And it's like, I felt sorry for her, but I was like, damn, that was fucked up. So it's like, it's a catch-22 because I was like, damn, I wish the babies could have survived. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I wish that somebody could have did something sooner. I wish somebody would have thought about her sooner or maybe been like, damn, she was going she to She shouldn't have went home by herself, herself with twins. But sometimes, yeah. you know, then there's kids, you don't have no choice but to go home. And it's but, weird that but you even thing, brought that up because I usually don't even like when it comes feel to like a connection to things like that because I, I'm not a parent so I usually don't have like an opinion on it. But I remember thinking like you just never know what your mental state is going to be. No. And you don't anticipate ever killing your own children. I knew she probably went and nine then, months with those twins and was looking forward to And like they have twins, you know, like you probably like, yeah. you're probably excited and then they both make it and they're both yeah. healthy and they're living. It was but something about this story. But it was the family, yeah, yeah. it was the family though too that like, oh, now they're mourning the loss. Where the fuck were y'all at while y'all mourning the loss of these two twins when she possibly needed y'all? The mom needed y'all to be there to be supportive. Maybe to help her sleep a couple hours because Sometimes babies might, it might be one that's up during the day and one, one during the night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, that's so what we don't I know. So it's like it's going back and forth. So it's yeah. like, it's it's really a catch-22. I think she was really going all. through it. Like I said, I think she really was going through it where she kind of did. Like, I don't think she knew that she was in it. Because she was we, only 23 years but old. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think you know, she so knew, but they were trying. Mm -hmm. They they have been trying for a while. And that's why it came to what it did because had they weren't like, persistent about, like, you know, finally, like, having police intervene, we probably, like, she probably still be in that damn apartment with those babies, like, you know, like, dead and all. She might have eventually off herself, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, that's a, yeah. and I think they were, like, very concerned. I think, you know, I don't know the whole story. I don't know all the details. But in her situation, it did seem like it was on both sides where, you know, she was going through it, but she wasn't allowing anyone to be there for her whenever they would come they would call text or whatever she just wasn't responsive who knows what her state was yeah. like that and that's who what i'm saying like i don't yeah that's why i wish oh sorry me go ahead oh okay uh i was just gonna say sometimes you just i don't know necessarily if family is a support that she needs i think that as a support person it's your part to be like this is beyond me and i need mm -hmm. to bring in like a professional mm -hmm. i think with a lot of like those cases like i think about like andrea yates like she she was like a mom i was like famous in like the early 2000s she killed she had like seven eight kids and she like drowned them all basically oh, I know you and know. it was like a real big case that she went she ended up i think she ended up they sentenced her to life but like in a psychiatric hospital she's like really severely mm -hmm. mentally ill but the thing was like she had a husband they were very very religious and they didn't believe in birth control so she kept having kids and the doctor kept saying like because she kept having these like psychotic breaks they're like yeah. she's she should not be having any more kids like the doctor was telling her like you need to put her on birth control and the husband wasn't listening so that's where he should have been like okay it's outside of my realm to support my wife i need to bring in like actual psychiatric yeah. people like to help her and then he took her to her mom yeah like he didn't do enough and it's like mm -hmm. I can't support you if I don't know what I'm doing and you are in a state. Yeah. To, you need to call in people who can help people. And I, mean, I think that's, that's what, what her family do. They didn't know. And they were rich too because her husband yeah, did yeah. some stuff. A lot of times yeah. people don't, they don't know what they don't know. But at the same time, a lot of us just feel like when it comes to mental health, like, oh, you're just blue, you'll get over it. And mm -hmm. it's like, no, some people don't just get over it. Like we need to get out of this like 
box where it's like oh you'll just be sad for a little bit but eventually you'll yeah, move on yeah. everybody don't move on it everybody and everyone is different everybody's like genetic makeup postpartum psychosis there's a big difference there's three different levels yeah postpartum blues yeah that's something that you can get over you have postpartum depression yeah, you're going to need to go get some help. And then you have postpartum psych uh, psychosis where you feel like somebody's going to kill you, somebody's trying to kill you, somebody's trying to kill your baby. Postpartum depression is uh, postpartum psych uh, psychosis is like right there, hand in hand. Because once you hit that postpartum depression and you feel like you're going to harm yourself or others, that's mm -hmm. when you need to seek help. Because you very you damn might, well, like, you might happen. It might happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like in her case, though, if they knew she's going to the house by herself with twins that somebody should have went with her for at least the first 30 days and that's where you can you can you could have you could have postpartum literally within months yeah like within it, months it, it might not be within six weeks it could be like months afterwards mm -hmm. so it's like mm -hmm. it's a thing because you know it might just hit you all of a sudden like you just hit your breaking point it might be a trigger mm -hmm. like it might just be one last bottle that you make and you're like i'm not making no more than bottles you know what i'm saying like you start crying on yeah and you just don't know what to do so like it, yeah. it's a real thing especially if people are already struggling with mental health so who knows what these people be going through beforehand but this yeah. it just i read the story and i really couldn't be mad at her you know what yeah. i'm saying because i wasn't like no one person to blame no yeah and i feel like we're always looking for somebody to blame but really yeah. It's just, yeah. she needed that. And, just, and that's mental health between life. black people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's a visceral reaction for us to be like, you did something bad, yeah. so you should be punished for it. But that shit doesn't work. And I think that if we learn anything from, like, our justice system, like, it doesn't work to just, like, throw people away because they do a bad thing. Like, it's you really got to rehabilitation. Like, I don't even know if you can yeah, rehabilitate like, certain people. I just yeah. feel like you just got to get to the root of what the issue is. And the issue is a lot of times, like, people are poor. People don't have the resources. People mm -hmm. don't have the access. If you get to the root of that, then mm -hmm. you'll get to the reason why the crime was committed in the first place but we don't want to delve into that because then we got to examine like the way we function as a society yeah. and we don't want to do that because that's too much work so it's I like, feel like there should be programs for moms where it's just like like oh, i know there's social like workers and caseworkers at hospitals and stuff but once you leave that's it like Duas, you know and, and i'm yeah but i'm saying like yeah that's definitely what exactly <laughs> but it's like something where they have that connection where it's like even if it's like a weekly check-in where like moms can have that, you know, like they did start a expect this. It's but, always the initial thing. Though. Yeah, I know, but it's always optional. I don't know. I want to say mandating things on the people, but uh, I just hate situations where certain things may have been preventable. And I guess you know, destiny is destiny. Whatever was gonna happen would have happened. But I don't know. Not a mom, but I just wish there was something like when I, the day I have kids, I want to make sure I got somebody to weekly check in with. So like, well, a lot of cultures, know, I want to be okay for at least the first month or so to know that. Yeah, this is okay. This is normal because sometimes you feel so alone and then you feel like not so much ashamed, but you kind of feel dumb to ask certain questions like because you know how they say, well, it comes naturally to you as a mom. And I know like myself personally, a lot of the things that I've heard over my 31 years of life where people say oh that should be natural that shit don't never be natural to me like you know i've just if i've never been someone who fit whatever box that people put me in and i just know that motherhood most likely won't be any different you know my feelings are never what people expect that they should be so i will want someone whether it's a doula social worker whatever to make sure like you know that I got the tools that I need to be successful or have the best shot at getting through that postpartum stage. 
One thing I learned from working with different uh, doulas is that um, in the Burmese and Hispanic um, cultures, they have, it's usually like a mom, aunt, or a sister or something. When you have your baby, somebody comes in for a month and takes care of your household, and all you have to do is worry about laying in bed and taking care of you and your baby, healing yourself and feeding your baby. And that's all you got to do. Somebody mm -hmm. come and lives with you for a full month to help take care of your baby. In some cultures, they do. Like, they make sure that that's exactly how it is. But realistically, you would want that. It's just... That's why a postpartum doula costs the money to do. But, you know, once we get our program really up and running, you know, you can get you a postpartum doula <laughs> for, for free. Free, <laughs> free 99 <laughs> Check us out, Journey, Birth, and Wellness. <laughs> Did you answer that one? Mm -mm. Means were you fully done? Oh yeah, I don't even. <laughs> I know we got the movie led to the next story. Yeah. The movie led to the next one to the yeah. Okay. Um, I think for me, why I do self care is just because I don't know. Feels I, it, it feels. <laughs> I don't know. I'm usually a very angry person, and I mean, I get easily irritated. Now I'm not angry. I like the way I feel. <laughs> I do. I just like I like being calm and relaxed. So I don't think you're angry, but you're my best friend. So I mean, I wouldn't lie to you though. I think she get irritated because I, oh, yeah, I, I she get irritated. She probably be like a. Look, she come by and breathe. She came outside yeah. the other day. If you're listening, she's not really that irritable when it comes to like outside of work. It'd be the people at work. She just keep finding these workplaces that just are not the best for her, and so have I over the years. But as a friend, you are not that irritable like at all. I think I like to laugh and I like to yeah. play and I like to be goofy. As I said, we're goofy all the yeah. time. We hang out. So I don't know. I guess because it's not like that for me at work with certain people and then that's probably why i get so irritated <laughs> but i don't for my self-care i just like the way i feel now there's still stuff and some deep rooted stuff that i still need to work on and i get anxiety like i'll have a nightmare and wake up in the middle of the night my chest and stuff hurt Ooh, that was but, me the other day yeah i'm like just an intruder i don't and it just felt like it was deeper than that like the way i felt like i was like shaking yeah i have I night terrors yeah i used to have nightmares all the time i've never had uh well I just had my first nightmare probably last month, but I, I never had a nightmare until recently. I always had night terrors. So it'll be like something going on, nothing scary in my Explain dream. Explain to me the difference, yeah. like. Uh, okay, so um, like my first night terror that I had, I was probably like 15 years old, and I was like driving down my street going to like heritage school, because you know after my grandparents' house is real close out there, you just hit that little highway there. Okay, you don't need to Yeah. But um, <laughs> I was driving down the street, going, and then I like houses over there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit of houses over there. But um, I had like a kid in the back of my car, and I don't know why a little, little random white kid in the back of my car. I'm driving down the highway, and it was a car wrecked up, and I was just like, "Oh, this, see, this is why I don't even watch all these scary movies because like the Sixth Sense shit going on." Yeah, that's why I don't. Watch it. <laughs> it triggers that for me. That's why I don't watch it. I know it doesn't trigger for me. Mm -hmm. But um, I was like, "Oh, I hope everybody's all right." And he was like, "Oh no." They're not. That's my brother's car. He's dead. And I was like, well, how do you know? And I look up in the back of my car and no longer a little boy. It's like a teenager. And so, you know, I just wake up because it's like shit didn't scare me. But I, just, <laughs> so, but I just wake up. And then when I woke up, the teenager standing on my bed. 
and now I can't move in the middle of the night. So I'm just like trying to get out of bed. I feel like I'm going like this. I'm yeah. trying to yell like for my grandma. Yeah. And he's just staring at me. And I'm like, what the fuck you want? <laughs> I'm trying to yell for my grandma. I'm like, mom, mom. So then I woke up the next yeah, day. My grandma. You, yeah. I hate that. So I'm finally able to wake up. And then, so at this point, that's where Noggin was a real thing. I turned on like uh, Teen Nick and Noggin and all that, and just watching cartoons and Degrassi and all of that. So is that that's what you consider a night terror? That's a night terror because okay. I can't move. I'm paralyzed in bed. So what's a nightmare? A nightmare. So my nightmare I just had was something horrible was happening to my niece, and I could not find her. And then when I finally found her, I realized something terrible happened to her, and I'm just like hysterically crying in my dream. And then I wake up and my chest is just super tight and I seen her when she came in. My chest, is, <laughs> I did too, but. my chest is super tight and like I I had to call up work because I was like nauseous. My chest was tight. I couldn't get it together. Turns out I had really bad gas on top of it, but because <laughs> I had gotten into some gluten the day before. But um, <laughs> the fact that but you got into some gluten, but gluten does trigger See, anxiety that. for me too. Oh. See. And you always tell me maybe I have a gluten thing like you do. Too. You probably do or don't. I can't give you well, that. Well, I was going to say, to me, I would consider both of those a nightmare for me. But it's funny that you said you called out work because I didn't go to work on Monday because the night before is when I had... Your nightmare. When yeah. I had the nightmare. Uh -huh. And I was like nervous. Like, I couldn't do it. I was like, mm-mm. Yeah, but I thought it was my first job. I still went to the other two like an idiot, but... When I had <laughs> nightmare before, like before um, I was in D.C., and I was like, and in D.C., like, if you live at a certain level, they no longer have the uh, bars on your window. Mm -hmm. So I sat on the third floor. I didn't have any bars on my window. But I did have, like, this uh, little landing outside my window, but I can't get out there. Um, so I was having a dream, and I felt like I was being followed. Like, you know how you're walking through mazes? And it was at night. I was walking through, like, a bush maze. Mm -hmm. And all I had was the streetlights, and there was a shadow following me. And then I woke up, and I couldn't move, but I was looking out my window, and the shadow walked right past my window. So those are night terrors. Like when you feel like there's a presence around you and you're awake, but you can't move. Those are night terrors. The nightmares, I feel like, you know, you being chased by monsters and stuff. And you got to fight your way through. You got to crawl over. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I group it all together. But like, I don't know. There's very, it's very seldom that it like gives me the response that I had. And I, it's been a while since I had one. And I just felt very nervous. Like, I felt nervous. I wanted to go check on my knees. And then I was like, is this a sign for when I moved to Texas? Like, And uh -huh. then it's like, when I woke up, I immediately started making a list of things to, like, make sure I get, like, the door things that, you know, you put on each door, the patio door and the front door. Like, maybe I should get more than one security camera. Because, like, this, I, I was freaked out. Like, you mm -hmm. know. And that hasn't happened in a very long time. I don't know. I just... I don't know if I, I don't even remember what I did Sunday other than work. I closed. I worked all day Sunday. I closed. But I don't know. Yeah. I always find myself that I do have harder nights when I don't get to say goodnight to my niece. Uh, if I get to, if I get home and it's like later in the evening and she's in bed by the time I get home, I don't feel like I start my, my next day the best <laughs> if I don't see her before I go uh, to sleep or maybe I just don't sleep as well. But I don't know. Ooh, I was freaked out. I was definitely freaked out. Uh, like, I'm freaked out just thinking about it because not even that I remember every detail. And that's the thing. It's like kind of like when people were saying, like, sometimes you don't remember exactly what what someone said to you, but you know how it made you feel. Yeah. And that's how I felt about it. Like, this is like, I was, 
Like, I know how I feel. I don't want to feel like that, you know. So, I'm like, okay, what can I do? Do I need to really get a gun? And I started looking into, like, licenses. Like, does it transfer? Or should I have to wait until I get to Texas? Like, it, yeah. I went into protection mode for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I did. I woke up. I made sure I called. Because once I have a night terror, I can't go back to sleep. And after this nightmare I had, I can't yeah. go back to sleep either. So, but I don't ever want to I don't like feeling like that which is why I said I need to get into therapy to talk through those past traumas mm -hmm. to get through that because I've, I've did it before yeah. I think I really need to stop postponing it's not even that I postponed it because once I got in my head I made a plan for when I was going to do it but maybe I just need to reevaluate that plan mm -hmm. especially at least if not to really divulge into everything that I'm going through as a transition for me so that I can really be in the mindset that I need so I'm not going somewhere like super anxious and antsy about the change but we'll see i'll give y'all an update next week i guess i really liked it when i had a therapist at uh hu and he told me that i needed to come find i had a black male therapist mm -hmm. and i absolutely loved that he was the greatest so shout out to you but um, so, no. oh no y'all don't care about black men like that <laughs> <laughs> I don't prioritize them in my life, so no, I, I would prefer. He was. Cool. I want a black one. He was one of the ones who told me that I needed to start saying no to people. He said I let people walk over me and I bottle everything up. He was like, you need to learn how to start saying no to people and tell them when something's bothering you right away. Yeah. So, I don't have anything against black male therapists. I just know yeah, what I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. I want somebody that I really can feel like understands me without like a preconceived notion of like I don't know. It's just things. That's weird to me. So I don't ever want a white therapist whatsoever. No. I definitely couldn't have myself with a white woman because you definitely can't relate to I've me. I've had a white woman therapist before. She was so bad. See, I've had, like, counselors and, like, the people, like, that over the years, like, in school and stuff, and it just never worked for me. Like, I just felt like they were always, like, so, like, tone deaf to what I was saying. And it just never... Miss Bryant? No, that was my homie. She loved me. I uh, know. That's what I'm saying. Miss oh. Bryant, though. The only person that I really connected to, like... As, yeah, that was my girl. She I saved me from people, a lot. But she wasn't there, like, counselor, like, in that set. Yeah, yeah you gotta, you Certain people just have it, and certain people just, they do it because they want to have it in some And they want to sound like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, I hope. No, I think some people, like, they just, they're passionate about it, but some people just, like, instinctively got it. Like, you can talk mm -hmm. to them and tell them everything. Like, it's just something I think that people have. Yeah. Um, another question that was on here was, is it harder for you to practice emotional or mental? Emotional slash mental self care, or is it harder for you to do physical? I think it's hard for me to do physical. Physical for sure for me. Yeah, cause I, cause I just care more about this part of self care. So it's not hard for me. I'm always in my head anyway. So like I'm an analytical person. So it's not hard for me to think. It's yeah. hard for me. To, it's easy for me to, to take time stuff. out, cause I can do that. I can do that anywhere essentially. You know, like I would prefer to be in like a quiet space to really playing out things but at the same time I could literally be at work standing at a register like you know writing down notes or something you know but like with physical I have to actually do it you know so the things that I plan it's a little harder especially with my time like you know I can't just say like oh I'm gonna get up and go work out right now because it might not be a time for me to do it or oh I'm about to go get a uh massage right now because maybe I have the time for it but maybe oh, it's not God. in my budget at that time That's or maybe I'm gonna get a facial or get my nails done like you know so physical self care well, is a challenge I got yeah. a plug for y'all for the massages okay bet because I would really like and I have those. a friend that's on um, she's actually in school for it right now so she's always trying to get her hours in oh okay and so she's like well I can just do my bed yeah so you just gotta give her tips she get her hours in you know I think you gotta pay if you go to the school I think 
I was like, I was like, like right I can't remember yeah, what she said. It's an IV tent or no? for their clinicals. Yeah, because so, once they get a certain amount, I don't know, don't quote me on that. I think once they get a certain amount of hours, you got to pay when you go into the school to do it. But if she comes to you, just then, Tipping. it's just whatever you tip her, yeah. So. Ooh. Um, oh, for me, it's physical because, like I said, for my mental and emotional, I like to isolate myself. And some shows be getting really good. I was like, all right, I'm going to work out after this episode. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, one more, one more. I'm going to work out after this episode. Oh, what the fuck they done did? Okay, I'm going to work out after this episode. Then it'd be like 11 o'clock at night. I was like, well, shit, I guess I'm going to get in the shower and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I worked out enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't Physical is not. Next week, though, I'm trying. So, yeah. next week, me and a friend is actually on our lunch hours. We're going to start cycling. So... I, I want to do that. My job is Wish literally right across from a walking trail. I'm scared. I, I want to do the trap cycle though. When it be on the, uh, well, like, they got the um, black man. And be like, hey. Oh yeah. Well, somebody <laughs> oh, I know does a really good cycling class at the Renaissance Point. Why? Her name is Sarah. She's not black, but hey, she's my light skinned cousin. Hey, yo, so. Sarah used to twerk during our workout session. <laughs> Her cycling classes are. <laughs> at yeah. Renaissance, that's where we're yeah. going. Yeah. Oh yeah. But our cycle. But the with Tashana. Yeah. Tashana's black, you or, know. Shout out. Is it Tashana or the Tawana? It's Tashana. Oh, because I was like, what? It is. Yeah. Because I was like, oh my gosh, she sounds like she Shout like out. Whoopin' ball. Oh. Yeah. They both be killing it. They play with beyond point. I don't go to neither one of them, but I love y'all both. Um, so I'll be seeing you Tuesday and Thursday. Because <laughs> she does the ones in the day. Are you oh, going at like, 12. Yeah. It started at 12. My co worker goes on our lunch. Yeah. Yep. Go. Yep. So we plan on going for lunch. So that's something that we did. Mine, we were both pregnant at the same time. So our babies are a little bit close in age. She had her son in uh, June, and I had my son in uh, September. So, yeah. you know, we're trying to get back right. We're trying to. Uh, I'm supposed to go after done. we get out of here. We'll see. I went over last night and mapped out my plan of action. We'll see. I want to see her do her cycling classes. Can't tell y'all that right now for sure. I'll uh, text her. I got an app for that. I, I'll text her an ex or it's yeah. fine. She, right now, she probably watching uh, she probably Married at First Sight. Like, well, it's Wednesday, so. Yeah, she watching Married at First Sight. Like, yelling at I would say, um, at the wild. Oh, they're plugging like, each other on Facebook right now. Like, that's funny. Like, yesterday. They, um, yeah. So, Sarah's is Monday and Wednesday. So, oh, so. Monday, oh, Wednesday, 6.30 to 7. Yeah, in the evenings. Okay. Yeah, Because it's only in the evenings and 12 o'clock. I think somebody well, she has one at her rip class at 6 to 6.30. Boot camp, 6.30 to 7.15. Um, yeah, if y'all in this area, definitely go check out these classes. Tashana's is on. Is Tashana has a crazy schedule. What was her? My thing is, I want to pick Sonya. That was the other person. No, so Sonya has, has the gym. <laughs> That's why I was just like, yeah. That's why I can work out at home. Like, if I can work out as soon as I get in the house. I'm good. I can't do that because the second I see something comfortable or like it's so much easier for me to be distracted trying to work out at home. So I've known over the years that's not my strong suit. Not whatsoever. Come and grab a little snack. I did snacks. at the beginning of quarantine try it. Yourself. It just wasn't working. Like I was doing my own and then I was trying to do Sarah's boot camps over Zooms and stuff and my niece wasn't even two at the time and she was doing it better than me <laughs> so well I was like, shit well, yeah she went through the time yeah she was killing it better than i was i was not doing that good at it my problem is i have these damn uh ganglion cysts in my wrist so all them planks and push-ups that chloe team you want people to do like chloe, my, my wrist aren't strong anymore <laughs> so, um how do you establish balance between it all if you're able to establish balance i think everyone is fully understanding that I don't have any balance in my life, so it's very hard, you know, for me. I'm working on it. I am working on it. 
but it hasn't happened. I don't have the greatest balance of all of it right now. Uh, I do it because I really because I keep myself so busy, especially during the week that I have no choice. Like I'm really regimented and I usually have stuff at the same time every day. So it's easy for me to kind of like have a schedule already set up. Mm -hmm. So I know like what time I have where I'm not doing nothing. I can fix a thing. Like I know Wednesdays is the podcast. (laughs) I know Thursdays usually is the day that I don't. That's my only day usually during the week that I don't have anything to do. So that's usually my day to like just decompress and like really figure out what's next. Because Monday through Wednesday, like, I'm tired. And then by yeah. Thursday, I'm like, I'm exhausted. I can't do anything. And then Friday, I just be you watching. That's really yeah. Friday was so yeah. refreshing to me, though. I don't know why. I don't know. I guess because Wednesday and Thursdays are my busy days. And my crazy ass have added into, like, you know, Tuesday. Monday and Tuesdays were my free days. Monday, Tuesdays, and Fridays. I made up in my head that I'm going to work extra hours at one of my jobs. So then that got taken away and I realized that wasn't the smartest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because those are the only days that I could schedule anything else because I work every every day of the week, literally. Unless I'm on vacation, I work every single day of the week. See, I ain't doing at that. Least, yeah. At least one job. Most days, Monday through Fridays is two jobs. But this week and last week, it's been all three jobs on at least three of those days. So... Oof, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it helped too when I start working my second job because I, I opened up so much more time I had. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, so I can like actually like be around people. I can like <laughs> sleep in and not feel guilty about it. Like, yeah. so that's what helps me stay balanced is just by like having a set schedule and then kind of know where I could kind of deviate from the schedule if need be. But one yeah. of my jobs ends in like four weeks, and I'm not saying I'm gonna be like good riddance to these kids at the school, but. I am waiting for the last day of school. <laughs> it's absolutely good. Wait, waking up to get there. I have not been on time, and I don't even know how long. Like, just getting to that school at 6.30 is a challenge. So, yeah. And I think I have to be there early tomorrow. I think I have to be there at, like, 6.15, 6 o'clock on the dot. Not look forward to it, but I think we got three and a half, four weeks of school. I can't wait. <laughs> that shit, wow. Yeah, your kids going to be home. They don't know what I'm going to be at work. Well, my youngest two is going to be at school. Oh, yeah. How are you? Oh, well, I guess that's good, good for you. How are you balancing? Oh, I just thought about that. I'm pissed. Because <laughs> now i got to figure out something for my oldest daughter to do. But my youngest, she, I mean, she's going to graduate um, from daycare. Actually, probably should be in May. So she's going to be graduating here in the next couple, couple weeks. And then she's going to stay till August. But in August, then she goes to school with her sister. And mm-hmm. my son, he's going to be at, they gonna, the two youngest ones going to be at daycare. But that oldest one? Look at why. My uh, nephew why, goes to middle school. Look at the Y summer camp. Oh, so I was going to have the Y in um, Wells Springs. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me about Wellsprings. Wellsprings is good. Yeah. yeah. They said I, I have a really friend that works there. But they said I need to do it like now because that thing be filled up like quick because it's about to be summertime. I can get you that information. Look, Missy. It's my Alicia Boo. Yes. I think I found my balance when I quit my third job. So, I mean, granted, for the past two months, I haven't been at my second job either because I go in when I want to. So, you know, <laughs> <Love> freedom. <laughs> <laughs> but, um,. I don't know. I I have a set schedule right now. Granted, I would like to go in earlier so I can get to my second job on time, but it's cool. But I don't. I just started making myself busier. But no, my balance comes from me actually quitting and not stressing about other stuff. So that's it for me. 
I was very concerned, like, damn. Yeah, I think you got to talk about the fact that it was almost the end of the um, year. I find balance whenever I can find balance, how I can find balance. I feel you. And that's it. That's, I, that's, that's, that's crazy like, as it's kind of understood that that's, very well. That's like, that's just how I feel like. <laughs> just, that's just off the chest right there. I cannot. <laughs> um, I guess we could close it out with, um, you said yeah, everyone true. pick a type of self-care. And challenge themselves to work on it. Oh yeah, explain that. I'm gonna so, let you get. Sure. So, um, I know we kind of been covering all the different types of self care, and I was thinking out of the either the ones we've already discussed or the other ones, um, pick one of them that you feel like maybe you're weak at, or that you just feel like you need to get some more practice in, and like challenge yourself between like now and the next time that we record to work on it. Um, so for me, I think that I would challenge myself to do some more practical stuff, so like financial stuff. So whether that be like um, working on a budget, like I I feel like I could make a budget and stick to it. Like I'm pretty disciplined, but I never sit down to make the budget. I just kind of like live life like I'm broke. So if I feel like I'm broke, then I'll spend money. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like I should live my life like that forever. Um, <laughs> live my life like that. I got yeah. some stuff free. Two Thank of my you. paychecks mm-hmm. automatically go to my savings. So I just tell people I'm broke all the time. I yeah. got some financial <laughs> literacy stuff that I, because I've been working on my credit because I want to buy a house. Man, working so, on my credit. That's why I've yeah. been able to, because I was supposed to this year. And yeah. I decided so my to supervisor is like, you know, she gives me a lot of stuff. Um, and I've collected stuff like from different places that I've just seen or like, you know, like uh, my sister didn't gave me stuff. So I'll definitely bring you thank stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Because I, I got a binder. Okay. Look it's at you. It's serious. Okay. It's That's serious. That's what's up. Because I, I love your one time. I, uh, me with my financial I'm advisor sorry. Again. Don't get it twisted. It's not from my organization. It was from theirs. And I just put my name on it. <laughs> <laughs> she said she like how you organize. Because uh, oh, you always organize like with like the self-care stuff. Oh. And your business. I know. I need to work some more stuff on my business. I you gotta at least there. dedicate balance at least balance. A, a hour. At least an hour if not two. So that's goes on what Meech talking about. Yeah. Yeah, so I just wanna focus not just on the budget, but also just like being better at like what I'm spending. Like I just feel like I kinda be like at least this week, like I'm just like, well, it's in the account. Yes, yeah, in the account. So I'm just spending, <laughs> and I'm like, I know that's not a good habit, but sometimes I be yeah, on that. Week. Yeah, so I wanna do better yeah. starting with this paper. Um, check that I get on Friday. I'm gonna do better, so that's what I'm gonna work on personally. Yeah, I don't get to see this paycheck. It goes to my savings. Let's not even talk about this paycheck. I'm gonna listen a couple of days on that thing. Listen, I might. I don't know. Mm. I think with one? me, I really, and I can't stress this enough just for myself. And I know me, you're like, girl, I don't care nothing about that. But like, physical is very important to me. <laughs> so I did. I'm like, I just don't care about working out. Exactly. Tired and that's the exact opposite like, for me. No. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, and, I came down cramping. I don't care. They yeah. say you're supposed to work out when you cramp. I think that's. Stupid. You can do a stretch. Yeah, yeah do a stretch full workout. Just put your booty in the air. Running. Yeah, like by our neck. No, this series. Yeah, with your like, with your back down, like as an arch, with mm-hmm. your booty in the air, it helps because really? it helps the flow. So I tried that out. I'm not cramping right now, but if I were, the last thing I would want to do is like I'm about to go run. Like yeah. I ain't doing that. Sometimes it helps, but it, you have to be I'm active. Ball, to get it. I was gonna say I can't just start. 
I can't start my workout regimen. Yeah, I know they be like, yeah, my... go workout. But you got to do. And that's for people that do it every day and are consistent with it. You can't just start them your workout. The last couple of days, yes. Yeah. Not them first. You can't start that. your workout <laughs> regimen at the beginning or during your period. In general, like, it just ain't gonna work. I'm, I'm gonna get my right workout now. when I um clean up my community on Saturday. That's gonna be my workout, <laughs> right? With my, my yeah, they all got leggings TikTok on. leggings, and I'm left out. So let me next time I have uh, money in the accounts. I wonder if I order them today. What am I? Because the ones from China not gonna come. They need like Friday. Right? Right? If you got well, maybe you got Friday. I do got Friday. We do have Amazon before, here. So. If you order before eight p.m. No, not eight p.m. What is it? I think it's ten. I don't know because we're going into Thursday now. Well, you can do it overnight, maybe, if it's one coming from... Uh, All I'm saying is, them them China joints better slide, okay? I'm trying to see what my booty gonna look like. I cannot. So, yeah, what I'm working on by our... You said by our next meeting? By the oh, next time we record? Yeah. By the next time we record, which is a week from today, maybe, hopefully, Um, my goal is to at least work out four times. At least four times, yeah. In a week, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. That's, that's the only thing I want to work on. I'm good on like where I I'm mean, at. Trying good, to though, decent too. For, I'm, I ain't trying to doubt <laughs> it. It's okay. Don't push yourself. I don't want you to be trying to push yourself. Like, oh, I gotta do four. I gotta do four. I think if you do three, no, that's because if that's I like say, a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I mean, like a like a three day kind of thing. No, but my old coworker, um, um, she she's been really good at like. Because she's like, can somebody hold me accountable all week? And I'm like, girl, can you hold me accountable? You know, because I really need to try this. You know, I really I need to get back in the swing of it. Funny thing is, she just moved to Houston uh, about a month ago, too. So I'm trying to, like, use her as my accountability person. So she did tag me. I don't, I don't know if she tagged me today because I didn't look at Snapchat because, you know, everything that I do not disturb for me all day. But uh, just having somebody to really, like, when I say I want somebody to hold me accountable, like, people really be like, I'm not going to do that. She say that. I'm going to tell her one day I don't. No, I really be, like, I appreciate it. And I don't feel like you're nagging me because I asked for it, you know, um, unless you're making me feel bad. But definitely stay on me about it. So that's my, yeah, that's my goal. Four workouts before the next time we record. That's it. For me. Mm-hmm. It's just on you. Oh, uh, you already went? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I think for me, I have a meal plan or meal prep. I'm going to need to do both. And I think that I tie into my budget thing. I need to work on yeah. everything. I didn't do that this <laughs> I used to meal prep as a way to save money. money. Yeah, that was like, it wasn't even like health wise. I just did it so that I can monitor like my spending. Because I need to save money to pay for school because I don't want to do this one scholarship that requires me to go straight into work afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I have to work for two years and then wait. And then go back to school to get my master's. Like, no. That's I'll, so prolonging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I was looking at my stuff and I was like, damn, I'm broke. Like, <laughs> if I don't work all the time, I can't afford school. But I don't want to work all the time because they gave me a little taste of freedom. So, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I can't get a scholarship through the school. So, I got to uh, apply for all these but hours. You know what to do. But you I know, know what to do, do but I don't want to do it. <laughs> I, got, I just got free. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to get back in school, and I had this application, and I have yet to fill out all the stuff for work. So I just need so to get a higher paying job. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is execution. I'm gonna work on my resume. Look, I'm gonna work on your execution <laughs> next in the next week. I'm working on. I'm gonna work on my resume to apply for a higher paying job, so that I don't have to work like a dog Definitely. to pay for school. Yeah, and then yeah. also I'm a meal prep because every time I go to the fucking cafeteria, everything got goddamn gluten in it, and I gotta starve. <laughs> yeah. I try to ask 
the lady the other day. I said, listen, when y'all do y'all sushi, I know it got soy sauce on the side, but do y'all already mix soy sauce into the rice before y'all roll it? She's like, oh, you want that? No. What the fuck you ain't understanding? I'm trying to explain. Can I just go to the grill part of the cafeteria? No, because if you go to the grill part of the cafeteria, they make everything on the uh, same surface, so it's contamination. And then they their fries Damn. are dusted in flour. I can't eat shit unless they have like some type of yeah, never been out to eat with chicken or chicken. No, listen, when y'all go out to eat with me, I'm fine. I know how to accommodate. I look at that menu real hard. I but I check the menu before I go anywhere, so I know what I can get. <laughs> so that it, it looked like I wasn't studying the menu. <laughs> I'd be in a room with <laughs> It looked like I wasn't studying the menu. They were like, are you ready to order yet? Everybody else, no, not yet. And I was like, shit, I been ready. I was ready for a walking <laughs> for the restaurant. <laughs> but yeah, no, I am. I'm going to work on my resume so I get a higher paid job. And I'm going to meal prep for um, our next one. The yeah. meal plan. I do need to do that too, but for now, I'm just going to say work out. I just hate meal planning because I got to go to three different stores. I need to meal prep. Mine is a combination, but I really need to meal prep, work out, and do intermittent fasting because eating after eight o'clock really is my downfall so just making sure i'm not like eating at like midnight like the other night i was like at corner pocket waiting till midnight for some wings that should have been ready in 15 minutes and it took almost 45 minutes and at that point i just wanted to ask for a refund i didn't get home after midnight i was pissed what day was it it's a good question um monday Saturday? What's today? Monday. It was Monday. Monday. Oh, Monday. You know, they be rocking. Yeah. People stay going in there. Because I had a friend. Never been. Never, never been. been. I don't think I ever had it. They stay. Because now, that's why they got it now where you got to order your order food. Online. Yeah, because it's so But great. then the online part cut off at 10. Like, I called at 10.30. So by the time I actually got it through, it was like 10.36. And it had already cut off. And she was like, and they wouldn't answer the phone anymore. And I was like, oh my gosh, y'all working my They be nerve. busy in there. Like, they be... Them last orders. Is it a wings place? No, it's a bar. bar. It's a bar. I don't really. Oh. They're not my favorite, but they're they're convenient for me. Hey, don't be looking at me because you know I fuck with them. I'm looking at you. You love My cousin, uh, my cousin likes them too. Mm -hmm. And like, we'll do it. Like, I'll bring her. Oh. I'll go to her house. Do either y'all make your own wings? I got this honey garlic sauce sitting in my cabinet, but it got gluten in it. I can't have it. Got you. I will give you the season, but the season is oh, gluten free. But the sauce is not. She's looking at me. So yeah, I bring it next time. I cooks. I'm thinking about time, but no. I'm in the air fryer. I've been looking at this. I one. found the pink one. I made wings like two weeks ago. With my air fryer. That's your what? I found a pink one. My entire apartment, every room, because I made some little cover wings. It was different black. accent colors, so I found one that was the color of like the kitchen stuff that I'm creating, like blush pink and gold. And for this one expensive as hell, so I might end up with a blush pink and silver one because it's just a little cheaper. Plus the Keurig that I'm getting is pink and silver because there is no pink and gold. Oh, but this purple. Keurig. Yeah. Purple. Not a purple. <laughs> but yeah. Alright, well that is it for our self-care mental and what was it? Mental emotional self-care episode. Closing it out. This is Shawnee. And Marcel. <laughs> She's looking up air fryers. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> and it's me. All right. Thank you for tuning in to Black Girl Unfiltered Podcast. Bye, y'all. Check us out on social media, as always. Au revoir.